streets are getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. Am I about to be assassinated? <laughs> the song that just came on. We're fine. Warning, the following program contains extreme and unacceptable views. Did you know? You're extreme. Extreme! Extreme! These people are extreme and they're unacceptable! The small fringe minority holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing. Story time. I got a story for you. It's a true story. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act. Diagalon. 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 A far right extremist group. We're talking about a group that is organized, driven by an extreme ideology. A so called accelerationist group. Formed by a former member of the Canadian Armed Forces. Which aims to accelerate racial conflict to lead to the eventual creation of a white ethno state. Its stated purpose is, quote, to incite a race war. Oh my god. Dude! <laughs> it's over. It's fucking done. a state of emergency <laughs> they're super country D dude did we predict this on one of the old fucking streams remember it's diagonal country all the way to Al and alaska dude you know here it is all the way from florida all the way up super diagonal country the justin trudeau regime declared war on a pretend country that doesn't exist the federal government has invoked the emergencies act how much vitriol do we have to see of honk honk which is an acronym for hail hitler people like me so you can point and say that's a bad guy that's okay i'll be a bad guy for you i made this on my phone as a pretend flag for a pretend country that doesn't exist its vice president is a goat figurine named Philip, who has an extremely hard time with narcotics. Diagonal was founded by Jeremy McKenzie, a veteran who himself was arrested for possessing weapons. Your Honor, my client's been inebriated for everything he's ever said. None of this is actionable. Dismiss! The Ottawa police are a little bit upset. Oh, is there a leak in your ship? Mm. I have escaped! Is it possible I've slept so long? We've gone into the Soviet Union? Putin did provide me with new cave. Executive sweep cave. Do svidaniya, suka bliet. It's what makes you a terrorist by watching this. You're all on watch list. Jeremy McKenzie remains free. A video apparently placing him at a goat farm. Back to you! Back to you, sir! 
just wanted to make YouTube videos. What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? Are you a fighter or will you cower? It's our time to take back the power. What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? If you have weak fucking shitty leadership, everything else falls apart. We're still here. The honking will continue until freedom improves. The fence came down. <laughs> I guess I'm the bad guy now. The boys have had enough. Let's go. Coping. Does it matter anymore? Hi, how are you? Welcome back. Two hundred and sixty. This like this one seems like a lot for some reason. It seems like this, it seems like we missed something somewhere. We didn't do this many, did we? It's not a two hundred and sixty. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me things like that. That's crazy. That's way too many times. That's all that all of those that's like 252 50 258 many too many times. Yes, it is. But and this is this is technically well, this is the second channel, but there's technically five um that I've been cycling through over the years as they get banned and erased and in and, and so on and shoved into the oven and burned into ashes and and all of that. Um but um still, you know, it, it it remains, <laughs> and yet Philip, yet Philip rides still. He rides again. And uh, just this particular channel, actually, a million views already, which is pretty funny, um, considering their efforts to, you know, not uh, they're not doing great, kid. And uh, thank you guys so much for that, and for the uh, and the pod the uh, audio the podcast version is. Uh, just uh, topped over two hundred thousand the other day. Um, in in, I mean that's that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. Of shit. So uh, thank you guys very much for that. That's uh, and we'll see see where this goes until they ban us. You know, but who knows what the real numbers are? You know how many times we've been banned from everything? It's uh, it's become kind of a joke. That's uh, you know, Greg's added that to the website. It's kind of a joke. 
What else is a joke? Um, most of the things going on around here, around where you are, around where everyone is, it's um, it's a joke planet. This is um, I'm sorry to tell you that like a lot of people are they're taking life. You ever hear that phrase? Don't take don't take life so seriously. You shouldn't because it's a giant uh, reality show. This is just a joke for aliens. Uh, we're their entertainment. Um, it's like you know how we laugh at The Simpsons, you know, because that that show was just too preposterous and cartoonishly. There's no way it's impossible. You know. But it's funny. It's very amusing. Um, that's what they made us for, to amuse them because we're, um, the, you know, stupid and do incredibly insane. It's just kind of a, the stupid comp. It's like the stupid Olympics. It's like the dumb things that people do keep getting topped. You know, it's like they want to see where the bottom is. I want to see how far this goes. You know? It was probably, you know, even, even in the good old days when, you, you know, they're going through the enlightenment and so on. And it's like, oh, man, they're figuring shit out. But they are burning people alive for witchcraft. So there's, I mean... You know, but maybe that's wrong. Maybe we maybe we should be burning people alive for, for witchcraft. Maybe that's where we went wrong as a species, as a civilization. Maybe if we were still if we were still burning witches, maybe none of this would have happened. Maybe that's what happened when we stopped. Do you ever notice that once we stopped burning people alive, everything started to go to shit? I mean, I'm no expert, but I think there's something there. <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, what's going on? Godzilla Unchained, thank you, man. He says, it's a really big club of globalist, elite, soulless, luciferian, common pedophiles, and we ain't in it. Thank God. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be there either. Cinnamon Burger Org. If you make it to episode 300, can it be a weekend extravaganza like Diagabol? I don't know. Should I? When would that be? That's, oh boy, three, six, nine a month, nine, 18, 20, four, four or five months away. Oh, fuck, is it that many? I don't know. Someone do math for me. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know how to do this. This is beyond me. This is beyond my capability. I don't want to look over at YouTube because you guys, again, you know what you're like. You know what you get into over there? Weird, questionable stuff. Somehow you're the worst ones. I don't know why that is. It just goes to show you the most, more censorship just breeds craziness. You know? Look at YouTube. For, I mean, just go over there. I dare you to see the things they talk about over there. It's... Um, it's weird. It's a, it's a mess. It's a, it's a mess. I, I wouldn't go over there unsupervised either. You, need, you might need to bring uh, uh, guards or, or something of some kind. What else is going on? Man, I'm, I'm tired. But uh, I've been running my ass off <laughs> the last few weeks trying to, uh, trying to get back in shape. I'm, get, I'm coming up on uh, you know, my, my record 7K time from when I was 27 years old. 28 maybe. That's, that's wow. That's almost 10 years ago. I'm 36 and I'm, you know. So, you know, don't be lazy. You can, you can hang on there. You can hang in there and figure it out. <laughs> nope, I'm going to retire to Ford Operating Base living room couch. I'm going to drink a case of beer a day. I'm going to only eat cheese and pizza. And I'm going to die in a hurly heart attack death when I'm screaming at the phone at Scotiabank Tech Support because my card on the internet doesn't work anymore. <laughs> you could do that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm going to try to, you know, maintain a semblance of self-respect that's all that's all because if i don't no one else is going to no one else you don't respect yourself who else is and that's why we laugh at the uh you know the 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 the, the great big jolly people that are always so you gotta put your mask on you're endangering my health you know the flight attendants and all that it's like well i'm glad you take your health so seriously I'm saying that because there's a, a ferry caught fire uh, near home uh, where I'm from and, and to, 
PEI and back. Caught fire, just caught fire. Because like everything else, it might as well burn down. Everything in our lives and childhoods might as well. Why not burn down the PEI ferry too? Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's burn everything down. And uh, there's video of it and there's just um, people are going down the slides. You know, basically the big rubber slides onto the... They had to send a rescue craft, evacuate the boat, I assume. Did it sink? Who knows? Who cares? <sighs> probably. <laughs> it's probably destroyed. And there's no money to replace it, right? So it's like, well, I guess nobody's going to PEI anymore, fellas. That was the other, that was the last boat we had, and it just burned down. So figure it out. Drive to New Brunswick. Go a long way. I don't care. Good thing we had that boat. Oh, the bridge collapsed because we cut corners while we were building it. Shit. Well, I guess you guys are trapped over there for a while. Anyway, people are getting off the boat, and like no one wearing a mask except one of the boat staff people, and it was just, ugh. well, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're worried about your health, you know? Glad you're taking it seriously. It's glad. It's glad. I'm glad to see that people don't do that so much anymore. <laughs> I'm glad to see people taking taking some some responsibility for themselves. <laughs> uh, Sergeant Rock says, "If we are burning witches, then we start with the current finance minister, which would make Canada a safer place to live." That might. I don't. I'm not saying she's not a witch because I. If I had to guess, anybody. If I, if I knew, um, there. It's a thing, okay? Witchcraft, it's, it's real. They have dark magical skills. I've seen it. And um, she's definitely in possession of it. I would, I would imagine. It's the only way to explain most of what's going on around here anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. But we have to. That's how it goes. We're just going to scroll down there. What else is going on? Oh, and then... Yeah, there's a lot of stupidness. You know, Hillary's coming back. Yay. But you know what? This is going to be a good rematch. I want to watch this. This is going to be great entertainment. This is going to be great content. Trump versus Hillary part two. Oh, <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. You thought the last one was entertaining? Imagine. The- oh, my goodness. This is going to be really fun to watch. I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to this dumpster fire. This absolute shit show that's going to happen in America over the next couple of years. And, you know. If you take a, listen, you take the vaccines, you're going to be, uh, you're not going to, you know, you're going to. Why the, the, the various shots that people are getting now cover that they're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to, you're not going to get COVID if you have vaccinations. <laughs> yeah. I want to stay on this subject. <laughs> <laughs> gonna kill him for sure he's done gotta be gotta be the the he's gotta be done right they've gotta be getting they've gotta be like all right that's it pull the pull the plug we're not doing season two of grandpa president we're not like that show's not not working we really thought people were gonna like grandpa president the reality show they don't it sucks everyone hates it so we're gonna cancel that uh production and we're going to go back to the uh, the other canceled show we had, Orange Man versus Witch Bitch. Yeah, we're bringing that back. We're, you gotta, we got to play the hits. It's what the people want. They want Orange Man versus Witch Bitch, season two. So we're canceling Grandpa President. Nobody liked it. It was terrible in the ratings. Um, to be honest with you, I, you know, I thought you know, him shitting himself was going to be like a gimmick for the show. I didn't think this was actually going to be something he does on a regular basis. I mean, it's a, it's a disaster on the staff and the, and the team and the crew. I mean, just cleaning up after him and keep, I mean, it's outrageous. He needs a babysitter 24 seven. This is not, you know, we've got, we've got better products than this. We can go back and we're going to go back. 
going to go back to the to last a good old, the good old days. The good old days of bombastic orange man saying hilariously like <laughs> so not a, like this is wow he doesn't get he's like pro it's like pro wrestling to him this is amazing and then them freaking out in the ring in the streets and the fires and the riots and the I can't wait it's gonna be amazing you know it's gonna be amazing America let's go part two He's going to be the president again. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> Sovereign Monks is America 45 was the best season of America show ever. America show is a great show. Everyone loves America show. That's the most popular show there is. I mean, people in other countries love it. Like, they talk about it. Like, whatever America show is doing, everyone talks about that. When's the last time you saw breaking news out of Albania? No one gives a shit about Albania. You know, most, con- you know, it's like each country is its own celebrity. Like, America's the most popular by far. Everybody wants to know what America's doing. He did what? He fucked who? He's doing drugs? Oh, yeah. America, the show, it's like Charlie Sheen is a person. You're just like, you never know what's going to happen over there. It's like, oh, God, you're worried about him, but you don't want him to stop because it's way too entertaining. I don't, I don't, I don't want him to die. Like, Phil's, he knows. He knows all about it. How much time did you spend with it? You taught him how to party, he says. I don't, that's, not a, that's not good, you know? Then you've got other countries that are like, uh, you know, like Japan, who's just like this kind of nerdy, quiet guy that's there, does interesting stuff once in a while, but generally he's just always there. Like no one's ever talking about what's going on over there. They're not always like fucking with the world. And you know what? People should be more like Japan, to be honest with you. Just shut up and leave everything. Just fuck off and just, you know, be Japan and be like, we're going to be Japanese and you fuck off. We don't just fuck you. Like, go away. If you're here, do what we want. Like, be respectful. But don't stay too long. And then fucking get out. <laughs> Everyone do that. When's the last time it's like, oh, Japan did what again? You know? And they've always got, you know, these horrible problems. These things keep happening to them. Listen, they're getting nuked. They, no one in the world has more reason to go on a complete psychotic rampage than, than Japan. Everyone in Japan, you want to talk about trauma? You want to talk about privilege and all of this kind of shit? Imagine just being a Japanese person. Just anyone from... I'm just going to be a random person from Japan for a second. Someone uh, my age from Japan, okay? Here's, here's how it goes. My family used to have a lot of money. We were quite wealthy. And then America nuclear bombed the city in where they lived, and most of my family and our belongings were destroyed. Uh, my, my mother did survive, uh, albeit for not to, until I was born, and then I was orphaned, and then I grew up in an orphanage. Uh, being beaten by severely traumatized uh, Japanese uh, people from the war and the bombings and, the, and, and all of that. Anyway, eventually I grew up and I, I rebuilt my life. 
Uh, and then, but then a tsunami came and destroyed the entire city that I, I had moved to again. So that's now that everything's gone a second, but surely my grand, you know, eventually will come out on top any minute now. Come on. And then they've got Godzilla to deal with too, right? He's always stomping around, setting people on fire. I mean, for fuck's sakes, if anybody should be acting like North Korea or, uh, you know, it should be the Japanese, you know? They got totally, <laughs> totally fucked over. Maybe that's what they're doing. They're they're secretly plotting the takeover. Maybe that's who's at the top of the pyramid. It's actually just some Japanese guys. Because nobody knows who Satoshi Nakamoto is. No one knows who invented Bitcoin. You know that? Nobody knows who that is. I bet this is the this is the long game of Japan. We will have our revenge. Shredder's Japanese. <laughs> Remember how scary he was from Ninja Turtles? Yeah, no, maybe that's him. That's who's at the top of the Illuminati, actually, is Shredder. That's, I just figured it out. This makes, this makes perfect sense to me. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's, you have to. It's, we're in the eye of the clownicane, okay? You don't know. Everything's going to get way dumber and way more insane. You just know it. We all know this in our bones. This is, this is, um, this is like, uh, you know, knowing you have fatal cancer and it's like, it's going to kill me soon. Like, I'm I'm going to be dead soon. Like, I know it's coming. I can feel it every day. I'm a little less, you know, strong. Just a bit, just enough to notice, you know. <laughs> Something bad's going to happen. And then, oh, you wait, these people are waiting to see in the fall. There's going to be consequences. Well, in the fall, we'll see. How, well, in the in the fall, we're planning to have most of the farms under under my control permanently, and I'm going to eradicate all of the farm animals and replace them with cricket factories. And everyone will eat. Well, we'll we'll just eat the bugs forever. Mm-hmm. Well, and 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 they'll be and they'll be happy with because they don't own anything and, and have any stress uh, because I because I own it now. It, 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 I own everything. <laughs> oh yeah, it's we live in a totally sane world, guys. We have literal like cartoonish supervillains. That was a that was a loose inter- that was a loose, barely exaggerated version of a real guy, Bill Gates, who is just saying things like, "Hey." Um, let's block out the sun. And hey, I need to own all of the uh, all, all of all of the all the farms in the whole world. Also, I'm a doctor for some reason. Give everybody get needles now that I made while I give speeches around the world on how there's too many fucking people and we got to get rid of some of them. We got to get rid of some. Of them. And so did and my dad thought that and my dad's dad. In fact, we're a family of eugenicists. We're a family of eugenicist crazy people that now have become so incredibly powerful while influencing world events that are at our whim and we're getting incredibly rich off of it. Oh, yeah, so let's buy all the farms and and and, and what the f- what? How did we allow this to happen? How did the, how did someone like that? I mean, eat the bugs. It's never going to be sunny again because we blocked out the sun with Bill Gates's giant fan. That's a Simpsons episode, and they they're talking about doing it again. I think it was an article from last time that I ditched, but it, like they they're talking about giant putting up giant space bubbles to like bounce more of the sun's rays away, so it doesn't get as hot like. Uh, so the people, the science people again, um, who don't know how many genders there are, and that's all a question. They also want to put, they just want to fire shit in space and try to block out the sun or like mess with the atmosphere, <laughs> try, and, try and cool things down a little bit. 
What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? They, I mean, they're scientists, right? You trust the science, don't you? It'd be impossible not to at this point. Chris Jason, thank you very much, man. He says, in, in and out, going to play against the house tonight. Ooh, I bet I win, he says. Salute to you, Rage. I'll watch tomorrow night. Uh, peace, love, and keep your chin up. And just out, peace. Thank you very much, man. Good, good luck. Um, I forgot what he says he plays. I don't know. I was in a casino just the other night. And um, just checking out. It's been a long time. I used to play cards a lot. I used to like playing poker. But that's it. That's all. I couldn't take it anymore because it's too insane. It's too much. It's too much. When you lose on a 99 to 1 out, and you're the 99, and it's a substantial amount of money, and the person that made the call is an, is an absolute moron and was just a total reckless gambler, and you lose, and then they say, I knew that was going to happen. I knew it. And you're just like, you almost rip the steering wheel off your car as you're driving away. You're like, yeah, I, I'm done. I'm done playing that game. That's retarded. I don't, like to lo- I don't like to play games where you can lose because just random chance, and that's like war also. Which very is is also a gamble. There's no amount of skill you can have in the world. This is a this is a fallacy, um, a thing that you know I kind of went through as a kid, and I think a lot of young soldiers have too. Is like if you just do everything right, if you just do all the things the right way, if you just do what you're told, and, and you just you know yeah you, you're always you'll be fine. You'll do you do everything right, you know, and then no. Uh, you can do everything right and die immediately, uh, <laughs> die horribly. Um, I mean, it, there's, there's, it's completely random chance. It's almost always, unless you do something really egregiously stupid, most of the time it's like, eh, that was, that was going to happen. You know? Hey, there's bombs in the road. Maybe you'll get one. I don't know. There's literally nothing you can do about that, man. <laughs> so, guy decides to pick you out of, a, out of a platoon of 40 to put a round in your, in your neck. Yep. Uh, nothing you can do about that. Um, you know? You can try and see him first, but you won't. That's just how, that's how ambushes work, you know? Um, yeah, so it sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a crazy part of the job. I was watching a, uh, a World War One movie the other day called The Trench with Daniel Craig. I think it was old or it was made to, I don't know when it was made, but it was made to, it was done like it was an old movie, like from the 50s or something. It was interesting. It was over the Battle of the Somme, which uh, was a total massacre. <laughs> and as I'm watching this, it was really, it was excellent. It was a great movie, actually, um, for a war movie. And, uh, Right at the end, there's a bunch of characters you get kind of interested in. And, and I'm like, all right, this is a battle of song. They're all fucked. And yeah, they fucking all die. I just ruined it for you. But you should know that going in there. It's horrible. And, uh, you know, they're all like, oh, don't worry. We'll make it through this, man. You know, so, you know, it will come through. The good guys always win. You know what I mean? All dead. The end. Nope. That's not how that's not how real life works. Actually, sometimes people just get fucking smashed and and you lose and that's the end so um you know <laughs> keep that in mind <laughs> world's a fucking crazy place man you got to be careful out there uh cow punching dirt bags you know i don't like gambling i like to have control of my shit that's probably some kind of symptom of something right but gotta learn to live with it you know riding the snake they used to call it we're riding the snake like what when we would do something fucked up i don't know where this say i don't no idea where this phrase came from but that became a, uh, in second battalion anyway for a while when we would do something like dangerously like this is probably not smart but we're doing it anyway uh especially on deployment like this here we go <laughs> okay i guess we're going down the road okie dokie 
guess we're going in the minefield yay you know it's like we're riding the snake like it's some kind of crazy risky like i always picture like a giant snake like a huge coat a big enough for a man to ride on like a horse it's got a saddle and he's got reins and he's like this massive snake i'm like that is that does look dangerous i never understood what the saying meant is that what it means? Did I fuck it up entirely? I don't know. But it always was associated with doing something risky and stupid, which we would do a lot. <laughs> ride, the, ride the snake! Don't ride the snake, boys. We're riding the snake right now, sir! Sir, we are riding the fucking snake right now. Boys, I say we just fucking ride the snake on this one. Boys, we're riding the snake right now. You know, there's so many different ways it was used and applied. Positively, negatively, let's go. We're gonna die. Uh, you know, I didn't update my life insurance. Oh my god, Max wife's gonna get everything. Ah, you know, all these thoughts are going through these guys' heads. Oh my god, that bitch is gonna get my house. No, did you? <laughs> That's why the sergeant major says, Boys, update your wills, update them. You don't understand. People just fucking check out in these jobs. I've seen it happen. You'll be like, nah, it won't be me. And then you have a heart attack in your sleep. Like, you never fucking know. Especially these days. Square away your fucking uh, life insurance stuff because it's fucking not good. I, I mean, your whole everybody's fighting over each other and you're just like in the middle of it. Like, oh, just there. You do like the funeral services and, you, you know, you got to go do the bang, you know, kind of thing, you know. Raise it, arms! At the funeral, I've done that. It's not cool. Uh, you know, and families are literally at each other's necks, like, in the crowd. And they're like, fuck it, it's your fucking fault! And you're just like, huh. <laughs> this, is, this is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. This is horrible. This is the complete and total destruction of an entire family I'm witnessing. One is dead and in the ground, and the ones that are still alive all hate each other because they're fighting over money and nonsense. Good, good, good thing we, good thing we did the mission, you guys. Good thing we did that. That was a good. That was a good mission. It was worth it. We really got it done. And all the people that we promised, um, that if they helped us, we would protect them. We we, we abandoned them. <laughs> Whoops. We just kind of left them there to die. Uh, Ex Afghan interpreter praised my top soldier is still in the dark about his immigration status. You're not getting it. Okay. They they don't. There's no. <laughs> There's no plan, okay? There's no, nope, no one's working on it, right? These people want to, oh, don't worry. We're really trying to, we're this close. Nope. No, there was no plan. There never was. If, um, you know, what should happen? What should we do with these people if, uh, you know, we all withdraw and the Taliban re- reclaim control of the country? What do we do? No one planned for that at all. There is no plan. There's no method. There's no, th- basically, this is just going to delay until people stop asking and all those people are dead anyway. That's, that's, I'm just being honest. That's the government's plan. That's what they're doing. They're just going to try and wait you out until the Taliban kill you. Because they've already killed thousands of people. Like fa- I mean, it's a bloodbath over there. It's like ethnic cleansing. They're just murdering everybody. Um, and we just were like, oh, well. And we just left him. We left him there. Um, it's pretty insane. Um, uh, Tim Kennedy was talking about it. He was actually there. That should be a fucking movie. I've talked about this, but I want to get into it again. Um, Got with, went with his friends and decided we, we will go. Oh, so the military's not going to go rescue our friends, these people that risked their lives for us in combat, and we're just going to leave them there to die, you know? Some of these people were fucking solid, man. They were, like, right there, right in it, like, going to die right there with you if they had... And it's like, you got my back. I'll, okay, all right, come on in. And we did, and then we just left them there. 
So awesome. Great. It's it's good. It's good that Canada keeps its word. It makes us it makes us uh, respectable. You know, people trust you when you do shit like this. Leave people behind to die. You know? Especially the ones that risk their lives to uh, protect us. I'm sure the next time, um, you know, you're leaving, you know, families and people behind on runways like this because you had no fucking plan to protect them at all because you never even considered it. And then uh, hit it and pretended that... Uh, you know, and then he, you know, and they're trying to end some program about. Uh, oh, I don't even want to get into this. This is so horrible. One of these, uh, one of these guys says, sometimes Iyer, the general, he's a great general, he's a fucking general, would put his hand on my shoulder, and say, "Hey, nice, you've been doing a very good job for us." The interpreter told CBC News from Islamabad, where he now lives. His family still lives in Afghanistan. He said he thought initially they would be safe as long as he left them and went into hiding. He says, I, re- I do regret doing that. Adding he switched hiding places in Afghanistan roughly 15 times before finally crossing the border to Pakistan in May. His letter from Iyer dated uh, August 6, 2007, when he was a uh, lieutenant colonel serving in Kandahar. Praised the interpreter for prompt and courteous service. Said his uh, work and training others ensured highly skilled translators for both operations and garrison duties were ready to be deployed. Hmm. Um... The interpreter included his letter and his queries to Global Affairs Canada and Immigration, Refugees, and Citizenship. Citizenship last. Interesting. Uh, he sent the first of those messages August of last year. All I got was an automated reply. Yeah. And they're trying to end this program. The conservatives are trying to uh, keep it going uh, respectably. Uh, the prime minister pointed out that hundreds of thousands of people want to leave Afghanistan. Yeah, and uh, they can't. <laughs> they can't. And uh, at, at one point... Yeah, this, this is one of their ex, ex, uh, excuses. CBC asked uh, for an interview with General Iyer about the interpreter. His office said he was unavailable, but offered a written statement. It says there were many interpreters and other local staff, staff in the hundreds employed by or associated with the multinational units General Iyer commanded during his two tours in Afghanistan. It says a statement adding that he signed a lot, of, a lot of certificates and letters based on recommendations of Canadian or coalition supervisors. Statement says he sympathizes with the plight of all Afghans and is unfortunately not in a position to comment or intervene on any individual case. Wow. So, I mean, what an ignorant thing to say. This guy is just, I mean, the best, right? Isn't he the best? And I've got an even better one right after this. Oh, mama. This this is, um, yeah, this guy... This guy's probably the worst general we've ever had in the history of the country. And I'm, I'm in, I mean, in modern contemporary times, since like real wars, like Korea, maybe there might have been a really shitty one. I don't know. <laughs> the world wars, I'm sure there were pretty bad ones that made some pretty fucking bad decisions. But this guy's got to be, he is up there. He's up there. He's done more damage to the Canadian military than any enemy force ever has in the history of this country. This guy has. This guy has risked our, our, uh, our, our national readiness, our effectiveness, our ability to defend ourselves by implementing critical race theory, uh, Marxism inside the institutions of the Canadian forces, promoting all kinds of degenerate nonsense, the uh, transgender agenda. We've got pronouns now. We need critical race theory. We need to know about white privilege and all this nonsense. Uh, you've prioritized all that woke feminism in, in complete garbage over everything that matters and now everybody wants out you've got thousands and thousands 10,000 plus guys trying to release why do you think that is and then you and then you on top of all of that you go ahead and violate the rights you go ahead and violate the rights and you say no you have to uh, I command it 
You have to get... If you don't get the vaccine, you're kicked out. We're going to kick you out of the fucking army if you don't want to... Take an experimental mRNA injection that is not approved or uh, reviewed by anyone. It's just totally... Oh, well, it is your job to protect those people from craziness and you didn't do it. You just fell in line like you always fucking do, like you always do. So now now there's that. And you want to now they're talking about lifting the mandate because why? Well, because, again, everybody wants to leave and you're desperate to keep them in to keep your fucking job and pretend like you're a general of an army that exists that doesn't exist. It's a skeleton crew. It's on life support. You're the general of nothing. You're in charge of nothing. It is a giant, colossal mess that can barely stand on its own two feet. It's a fucking shit show in there. And you know it, everybody, literally everyone knows it. Ask anyone that's left the army in the last five years how the state of the army is. It is horrendously bad. Horrend, maybe worse than it's ever been. And this guy is a big reason. Well, both the guys in this picture are big reasons for that. But he uses, you know, and I'm going to sympathize with the Afghans here for a minute. I don't really care where you're from or what you, if you, if you, if you decide that you're going to throw in with me and my friends and say, boys, I'm with you. Whatever, ha- like, I'll do whatever it takes, but I'll, I'll look at, but you, you'll look after me, right? Like, I'm on the team. Like, you guys will take me. And we go, oh, yeah, for sure, man. Come on in. And then we leave those people to fucking die. That is a disgraceful thing to do. That is horrible. That is so offensive to, like, the warrior code that is, it should be criminal. These people should be prosecuted for crimes against uh, being a fucking decent human being. If someone is going to jump in your, in your trench line or, you know, fall in with a fucking helmet that he brought from home and say, I, I got no other choice. This is what I got to do. I want to help you guys. And, you know, I heard that if I do, you'll, you'll protect me, right? And we promised. We, oh, absolutely, man. And then we just fucked them all off and left them to die. Right on, man. That's awesome. Oh, because you signed. I mean, I, oh, there was hundreds of interpreters. I mean, I, I couldn't possibly. That's not the fucking point, man. You're the guy in charge of the corporation that, you know, the company, the business, the image, the brand. You're the guy and your fucking machine that you're in control of totally fucked over all of those people. And what you had to say in response to that was, I, I signed a lot of certificates. I mean, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I, I was too busy in the critical race theory class learning about how white people bad and how all the black troops need black mentors and black commanders and black basically we want to segregate by racial uh, identity our soldiers in the military because that's a fucking good idea that makes total sense and we want to have pronouns in the emails and all of this kind of shit we're going to do it all we're going to have briefings on you know extreme right wing people which most of these guys are by your own definition so you're insulting them right out of the gate telling them the things they believe in and identify with are bad and wrong and that's what Nazis think and you guys don't like Nazis do you and they're sitting around going what the fuck are they after me Jesus, they're going to kick me out, you know? Did, it, did, that, did that ever, any of that ever enter your little fucking peanut head at any point in time? Probably not. Because it, it seems there's a whole lot of room in that head for yourself and not very much for anything else. What a small, disgusting, pathetic man this guy is. He <laughs> bends over for that. This guy takes a knee for this. In times like these, after everything that's gone on and has been going on, this guy chose now to be the hard-charging, careerist, company man guy. 
because because there's, there's something in it for him personally. He's going to be the best, the most loyal, obedient general ever. I am going to be such a good general. The prime minister is probably going to make me like a cabinet minister or something. I am going to be the best fucking. I will do whatever, I, whatever they tell me to do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do twice as much. I will do it. I will. I will suck off a cow. I don't do. I don't care. I'll do anything. I'll do anything he wants. <laughs> cool, bro. Good. Glad to have you on the team. You're a fucking real man, aren't you? You're a, oh yeah, yeah. You're one of those. You're one of those officers. Yeah, the kinds they write books about, right, Wayne? <laughs> right, Wayne. Except it's not the kinds of books that you're dreaming. It's uh, a different kind of book. You know, like Benedict Arnold, that kind of book. You know? Are you saying he's a traitor? Yes. Yep. Yes, he is. Um. Everything he does is in the negative interests of this country. Everything. Everything he's done has made us weaker and in more pathetic shape. So what would you call it? Imagine, imagine going to work as a cop and you just let everyone go. And they're like, ah, oh, did you? Do? And, and then arguing, is this the worst or the best cop ever? worst what do you mean (laughs) his first day he emptied the prisons and then was like see you later that's not what you're supposed to do you're supposed to do the opposite of that you're supposed to strengthen and empower and you know create capability and expand the military not not destroy (laughs) not destroy it you know you're not supposed to destroy it that's probably that's that's on the bottom of the list. That's not on the list at all, actually. That's there's nowhere on the list of what to do when you're chief of defense staff. Oh, oh right there, page one. Destroy the military. Oh shit. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna make so many people leave that the attrition rate is double digits. Yep. Some of the guys have the numbers. It's not good. It's it's catastrophic. It's catastrophic. Double digits. Like month over month, year over year, they're, they're going down in double digits. Not, it's bad. It's bad shit. Good job, Wayne. You're the best. You're my favorite. What a good general, you guys. What an amazing general. I, I can't wait to see what he does next. Fisher of Men says, make witch burnings great again. We could. That, that might be the issue. We may have to do that. Godzilla Unchained, the space, giant space bubble does have a silver lining. Creative new business opportunities. This message was sponsored by FreeCanada.win, UV light and supply monopoly. Need light? Turn to FreeCanada.win. Giant space bubbles. Why, why do they always come at me with these weird, like, pretend marketing pitches? <laughs> I don't know when that is. This some kind of inside thing they're doing for their own amusement? I don't. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just rolling with it. Uh, Short and long says, "Oh yeah, yeah." He says, "I'm back." Oh right. I got to say that the one good thing about war is that it removes shitty officers. Otherwise, we get people like Iyer. Yes, yes. And they they did have to fire like seven people until they settled on him. Right? Do you know how many chief defenses we went through? <laughs> like three. Two, three, four. Like, I don't even... My head was spinning. I'm like, who is it now? It was somebody else, like, every few months. They just kept firing people. Like, so who even knows? They had to... They had, He had to leapfrog, like, so many people. <laughs> Otherwise, he never would have been there. He was never... He never should have been there. 
They picked him. They found him. They found the most... He'll take two dicks in his mouth. He'll do anything. He will do anything. He has absolutely no line. He will do absolutely anything you want if there's something in it for him. If he can go up, he's in. He doesn't give a shit. Sergeant Rock says the withdrawal from Afghanistan is the worst. It is worse. Yes, it's horrible. I'll talk about that for a minute. The withdrawal from Afghanistan is worse than America's from Vietnam. And of course, Canada had no clue. We leaving those behind that helped us. Uh, so the Taliban get to murder those that helped us. Yep. And um, no one ever even fucking said sorry. Right. How about how about this, guys? You know, because there, there's a lot of people trying to. And, and again, because I don't. I care more about these guys than the government does. Clear. I mean, that's without question. And they didn't even say sorry to us, to any of us, to any of you. This was, this was literally our life's work. And in the United States too, in England and Australia, right? If you're from like my generation, this was your whole career, pretty much. This was so literally basically our life's work. And um, you decided in the middle of it, after you asked us to sacrifice ourselves, our, our bodies, our minds, our friends, which we did. After we committed that much, you just decided that you didn't want to do it anymore. And then you, and then you were just going to leave. But not only are we going to leave, we're going to leave in the most horrifying way possible. We are going to make this an absolute nightmare. We're just going to up and leave with no plan and and no nothing. And the absolute horror show that went on is... (laughs) You have to listen to these guys that were there talk about it. And it is... um, It's insane. Like Karen Kennedy and some of these guys talk about it. I mean, he was saying like women were throwing their babies over the walls to try and save them that hoped that someone would grab them, not knowing that on the other side of the walls were se- several layers of, of uh, concertina wire, it's wire with razor blades on it. So there's infant babies in razor wire screaming, dying. Um, it's a mad like end of the world scenario where people are trying to get the fuck in this airport. People are getting shot. Uh, there's suicide bombs going off and killing people. It's it's crazy. And they're going in and out, Kennedy's team, to like find some of these Afghans to save because no one else wanted to do The government didn't want to fucking do it, so he decided to do it himself with his friends. And he would go out and get them. Sometimes they would. Sometimes they would get executed right in front of them because they weren't quite fast enough. Um, and it's just like... Uh, I mean, you can tell by the look on his face. Like, that guy has, that guy's been in some some... He's got he's got a quite an interesting and distinguished career. Tim Kennedy does as an army ranger. Um, when he was talking about that, you were just like, <laughs> he's rattled. If you're rattling Tim Kennedy, it was bad. It was bad. And he he talks about it's like it was the most horrible thing I've ever seen. Nothing compares to how horrifying that was. Like having to separate families, you know, he's saying like uh Went to grab one woman. He's like, all right, you got to go right now. And she's like, well, my family's coming too, right? And they're like, absolutely not. You have five seconds to decide. <laughs> we leave right now. You're coming or I'm leaving you here. I got to go. Let's go. And she's got like her kids and shit. 
Jesus Christ. And this is his job day in and day out while people are getting killed in the Taliban or roaming death squads are hauling people out of their houses and killing them in the streets. Like, imagine the desperation and the fear, right? Imagine the absolute, like, terror that would be. Imagine right now if, like, um, just snap your fingers and all of a sudden actual communists, like, hardcore, like, the really bad ones now are controlling your city where you live or your town right now, and they're looking for you. They're looking for every. They're just killing everybody right now. Anybody that's ever fucked with them or said shit about them, they're all dead. They're just executing them in the street. Go. How's that? Does that sound fun? Yeah, that's cool. And we left those people to die after everything they did to us. We left them in that. We left them in that. To not even just die, but live in total horror and fear. Um, you know, their families are getting raped and killed. Like, just, you know, you can't imagine. But anyway, what you need to remember is Wayne hired, he talked to a lot of people and he signed a lot of certificates. He's too busy to give a statement right now. He's too busy. He's too busy trying to figure out how to save his fucking job and figure out how to keep people in the military after he's made it so horrible to be there that no one wants to work there anymore. Well, maybe I'll just invite everybody back. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll just invite everybody back. Canadian Armed Forces poised to end vaccine mandate. Oh, really? Service members will no longer have to attest their vaccine status and all new recruits will no longer have to be fully vaccinated. Yay, right? Yay. There's some medics. One in the middle looks questionably out of shape. But maybe not. I'll allow it. Service members discharged from the service because they disobeyed an order to get vaccinated against COVID-19 will have the military will have the opportunity to re-enroll according to leaked details of the military's revised vaccination policy. Tell me, you know, you made a huge fucking epically dumb mistake without telling me you made a huge fucking epically dumb mistake. Who didn't see this coming? Who didn't see this? How in the fuck? I mean, gutless all these generals all these people they just fucking rolled with it and you know you did this for what reason now now you you put all these guys through this you created this and now you're going to go back on it so all these guys that had to make this choice and this commitment they're like all right i'm this is what i'm willing to do this is what the army needs me to do i'm gonna fucking do it i'm scared i don't want to fucking and now you just turned around and said ah you know what never mind it never really mattered anyway oh well I can't even imagine. I, I couldn't in my wildest dreams, Wayne, cook up a better way to just absolutely, completely, forever, permanently destroy trust of the troops in the command of this, of, the, of this army. I can't possibly think of a better way than to make them do something so, so offensively against their own basic right. Most of them didn't want to do this against their, and then just go, oh, well, just kidding. <laughs> just joking, you guys. Hey, hey, I uh-huh, remember when I injected you with an experimental fucking drug that's killing people all over the place? <laughs> good one, right? Wasn't that a good one? <laughs> gotcha. Got you. <laughs> oh, your friend's paralyzed? Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I got him good, didn't I? I got him good. I'm the general. I'm the general. It's over. You, you've destroyed the military. You've destroyed it. And now you want people to come back after you've ruined their life. Hey, you can't be here. We've disgraced you. We're going to 5F discharge you. Uh, five, they 5F discharged people. Which is like, you did, you're, you're not good. It's not a good discharge. It's not like, oh, thanks for coming out. See you later. It's not like, you know, 
what most people get. They finish their contract to get medically discharged, whatever. It's like, all right, thanks for coming out. See you, see you later. This one's more of a get the fuck out and don't come back kind of a discharge. And uh, they're just going to be like, oh, sorry, kidding. Come on in. Sorry we disgraced you. Sorry. Sorry we pitted your coworkers against each other. Sorry we divided the units, right, and pitted people against each other and made you fight with your boss and your boss fight with your troops and, you know, friendships and trust be destroyed and just, and just really tore a huge wound across the cohesiveness of the entire Canadian forces with the most divisive social campaign, social engineering campaign known to man. Sorry I participated in that and permanently fatally wounded the trust in the Canadian forces, um, you know, with each other, with their committee. So now there's two teams. There's the people that d- did what they were told, and there's the ones that held on and and won in the end because it turns out, um, oops. So now how are these two guys, how are these two crews going to work together going in the future, do you think? How do you think how that's going to go? And how do these guys... And how are these guys going to feel about the people up top telling them what to do from now on? What, when about, what about the next uh, thing they need to get? Is there going to be another mandatory? Is there going to be a pill? Is there going to be elective surgery? What if there's a mandate that they all, you know, <laughs> have to get uh, have to get LGBT flag tattoos on their fucking assholes? Is that going to be a mandate? Are you going to, well, you know. What you did was so over the line and so unprecedented and so fucked up. I don't think this is, I don't think this is, there's no recovery from this. The only way to repair this in any way is, is to fight. Everyone in charge has to go. All of them start clean slate, apologize to the people beneath them and go, that will never happen again. We're putting people in there that are, you know, grown men with fucking brains and spines, more importantly, uh, that'll never allow that something this uh, preposterous and disgraceful to ever happen again. Um, okay. And you guys can unvote on who you think that is. Maybe we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll, we'll figure something out, but these guys have got to go because... You know, it's like finding out oh, your, your, your boss like sexually assaulted you. And then they're like, uh, well, he said, sorry. Like, so what do you want? <laughs> he said, sorry, you can come back to work. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Right on. And then there's the fighting that happens at home, right? You know, the wives and the, fa- just get the fucking vaccine. I don't want to get the vaccine, Shelly. Well, why the fuck? You're going to lose your fucking job and we're going to lose our house. And then where is Stephanie going to go to school? I don't fucking know. I don't care. This is wrong. I'm not doing it. Like, well, you fucking better do it. Or I'm going to fucking leave and go to my mom's house. Well, then fucking leave, bitch. Yeah. Thanks a lot. You, you did that. Hey, Wayne. Three cheers for Wayne, everybody. Wayne, you kicked ass, man. You're such a good general, dude. I should have changed this. The, the General Wayne Iyer is the best general in the history of generals, generalship ever. I mean, George Patton would rise from the grave. Hannibal himself, Alexander the Great, you know, uh, Caesar Augustus, Marcus Aurelius, everybody from all time, you know, who's the Japanese guy? Bring them all. Bring them all. Genghis Khan would love to learn from you. I'm sure he could learn a lot. My God, Rommel's here. I mean, everybody's here. Zhukov made it all the way from Russia, you know? The least you can do is tell them your secret. Fuck me. Under the updated policy, service members will no longer have to attest to their vaccine status, and new recruits will no longer have to be fully vaccinated. (laughs) Oh, my God. So you put all these guys through this for nothing. The directive from Chief of Defense, General Wayne Iyer, will bring the military into alignment with the federal government's updated vaccination policy. So we just do what the government told me, man. I was just doing my job. You know what I mean? I was just doing it. You know, they just told me to do it. You just do it. You know what I mean? Because I'm a fucking good soldier, you know? I just do what I'm told always, no matter what it is. You know, even if it's crazy. Especially if it's crazy. <laughs> you know? 
because my family's got liberal connections and I, I, I want to be a cabinet minister. I want to be a big shot because I'm going to retire soon and then, I, then I'm going to be a politician too. Yeah, I want to I get in on the party. I want to get in on this. I'm not going to protect my military and my troops. I want in on the, on the fucking cocaine party. I want to fly on the planes. I want to fly on the planes with all the drunks and all the booze and the drugs and have these, these $70,000 catered meals we hear about flying around the country on ju- and just $50,000 spent on alcohol. I want to get in on that. I want to be part of that world. And we and then we go on TV and we say, oh, climate change, oh my God. And then we get on our jets and we fly around some more. We go party in Mexico and then we go, oh, climate change, oh my God. And then we fly to Italy and we have a big fucking party there. Oh my God, can you believe the climate change? And then we go to Germany and we have a big fucking party. You know, those sound like the best people to be around. Who wouldn't want to hang out with people like that? Aren't they the best? Wayne can't wait. He's really looking forward to it. Oh, 96% of Canada's military were fully vaccinated. More than 1,300 members requested exemptions. I don't believe that number either. 1,300 members requested exemptions. At least 1,000 exemption requests were denied. <laughs> Only 105 were approved for voluntary release based primarily on their opposition to the vaccine mandate. Wow. Well, it's thousands. It's thousands. They've actually halted releases, I've been told. Um, they're just not processing them anymore. They're just like, ah, we're just going to not, we're just going to stop working on those for a bit. <laughs> we're just going to keep you here against your will. So there you go. Because too many of you guys quit and um, we can't, can't bring any, any more back in. So. Oh, here we go. Who's Christensen? Wait. Oh, Edmonton lawyer. Never mind. I thought it was somebody I knew. Edmonton lawyer Catherine Christensen, a military law specialist, called the re-enrollment provision smoke and mirrors because the only person who can readmit someone who has been released under a 5F is the chief of defense staff, Christensen said. And I don't think someone who's gotten rid of so many people from a very shorthanded military is now about to allow those people to come back. Uh, Christensen is building a class action lawsuit on behalf of almost 300 former Canadian Forces members released because of their vaccine status. That lawsuit will seek hundreds of millions of dollars in damages based on what Christensen alleges was an abuse of power. It is. It absolutely is, Wayne. Uh, These people have lost income, promotions, and pensions, she said. These people being released are outstanding soldiers. It's unbelievable the quality of people the military is losing. They're losing their best people. The ones, you know, you, you, you Wayne's just killing it, isn't he? I mean, fuck, I wish there was more Waynes. Wayne is the best. Says her lawsuit included people from all branches of the military and a disproportionate number of fighter pilots. Oh, good. Those are cheap and easy to make. (laughs) She estimates the country has forfeited, you know, fighter pilots, really educated guys, especially. They probably know a lot about, like, uh, you know, blood clotting and altitude and shit like that. Yeah, a lot of them seem to not be down with this. That's weird, right? A lot of pilots. Huh. It's funny. She estimates the country has forfeited almost a billion dollars in training costs because of vaccine-related discharges. Excellent. One discharged soldier who spoke on the condition of anonymity said it saddened him to see so many people leave the military because of the mandate. Plainly said, the vaccines don't work as well as they're once purported to, said the soldier, a 20-year veteran. They don't protect us from the virus very well. Even vaccinated people are still at risk. We know that now, so why try and pretend that the Canadian Armed Forces is doing the world a favor and eliminating strong, healthy, dedicated soldiers from the organization? Because they never make a mistake, sir, or sergeant, or warrant, or whoever you are, 20-year veteran. They never do. 
you're always wrong and they're always right, no matter what happens. Trust me, I saw them cover their own asses for like getting getting people killed and it was totally preventable and it was 100% their fault and someone should have been fucking severely dealt with. Nope, didn't happen because officers don't make mistakes in the Canadian military, ever. Unless you're, unless you're Rob uh, Semrau, that guy that uh, put that Afghan out of his misery, did you know what any normal, any, any human being with a soul would do? The guy's cut in half from a helicopter and just screaming in the desert for hours. For God's sakes, man. <laughs> you know, the Taliban don't have a VA program. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and, and they charged him with a war crime and kicked him out of the middle. So unless that happens, you don't, you don't, uh, we, we, we reward cowardice in, in Canada, actually. Oftentimes, a Department of Defense spokeswoman said Thursday the military was reviewing the directive. Uh, the directive, she said, remains in effect until further notice. The end of the mandates comes amid a cresting seventh wave. Oh, we're on seventh. Are we at seven, wave seven? I, I stopped paying attention. A seventh wave. A seventh wave. of co- So there's been seven waves in two years. That's a wave every two months. Every, every four months. I told you my math is terrible. That's a lot of weight. We're just, it's just, we're, we're in a wave machine. A wave being driven by the BA5 Omicron subvariant. Okay, so it's Omicron, but it's the BA5 subvariant of Omicron, which, which is an offshoot of the Delta, and then not the Deltacron. That's a different one. So you've got, you've got uh, the Delta, the Delta variant. Release the Delta variant! And then you've had the Omicron variant, and then we had, I made a joke that they should make a Deltacron variant, which they did. There's a Deltacron variant, and now there's a BA5 Omicron subvariant. Maybe there'll be a SA7-19 uh, sub-Deltacron Omega uh, Pluto variant before coming all the way to the Intergalactium variant, um, which comes here on a meteor from another galaxy and kills us all and ends this nightmare. That, that would be preferable. I hope uh, that's how that goes. But I can't promise anything. I don't really know for sure. I don't really know what's going to happen. Jaded Mandarin, thank you very much. So it's good to see you, brother. Hope all are well. Redacted to the Canadian Legion. Yep. Yep, they can go fuck themselves. Um, we now are directing all our future donations to V4F and James Top now. Let's go. Because, sorry, I mean, you don't like it. It is what it is. The Legion isn't full of soldiers. It's full of uh, LARPing old people. Deborah Speak has got a cake sale today at the Legion. She's the Legion president, and she's the... Who the fuck are you? Do you, ever, do you ever look around your, your branches and figure out why they're dying and why, they, why my entire generation has just not gotten involved and doesn't have anything to do with you? Why do you think that is? Um, because the only people that can, that can uh, speak for, handle, promote, and, um, you know, be, in, to be really under, you know, at, should be in the front line of veterans issues is who, who do you think? Probably other veterans. That, that would make sense. That makes sense, right? It shouldn't be a bureaucracy staffed with uh, sev- butthurt, you know, liberal civilians that want to play make-believe. That are kicking out World War II veterans that just wanted to have a beer on, uh, on the anniversary of uh, D-Day. Kicked him out of the Legion. Guy's 90-something years old. He was on D-Day. Juno Beach kicked him out. Bye. You know who didn't kick him out? V4F didn't kick him out. Took him right in. Do you, know, do you know what that organization is comprised of? Actual soldiers. All of them. Everyone. Have to be to join. <laughs> do, you see where, where do, you, do you see where this trend's going? 
You don't know it yet, but you're done. The Legion doesn't know it yet, but it's, it's over. It's on the way up. That's ridiculous. Where's the Elite? We'll see you. We'll see you soon. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to be the bad man. Uh, Full Draw Scarf says, Hey, oh, good evening. Three doctors died in a week in Toronto. Oh, my God. Can you, are you believing this? Are you Vinny? Donna, are you seeing this? My, my own. Yeah, there has been a few. Three physicians in, at the Mississauga hospitals died this week. First on Monday, second Tuesday, third on Thursday. Cause of death wasn't shared. But how many times have three doctors died in a week? Days after the hospital started administering the fourth shot to staff. That's not, has nothing to do with it. It was climate change. It's hot out, guys. My guy, it's just too hot out. You see, do you see this? Do you see what this is? This is a map, okay, dummies? Okay, you stupid right-wing Nazis? Do you see what this is? This is a map of, of the Maritimes. And do you, see, do you see the colors on the map? It's red. Do you know why it's red? Because red means bad, okay? And that right there, that was on, that was on the fucking TV earlier. So, what do you say to that, bigot? Oh, is there a map that's red? Oh, okay, I'm convinced. I didn't realize we had a red map. I thought it was the old, thought it was the old good map where it was just, you know, green kind of for land and, and, the, and the water. I didn't realize that you colored it red, you know? This is so fucking... I can't believe how far things have gone. The national forecaster is warning of daytime temperatures between 29 and 32 degrees across the province throughout the weekend! 29 degrees? 32 degrees? Those sound like... regular fucking summer weather temperatures in mid-July to me! Humidity could make it feel like as hot as 40 degrees in parts of the province. You know what? I actually looked it up, and uh, I remember, because I read a lot of World War II books and so on, that 1941 was considered one of the hottest summers. Like, it was just crazy. Like, all over the world, it was hot as fuck. And uh, it was well above 35 degrees in July in Canada, on average, on three or four different occasions in 1941. So, 80 years ago. And uh, one day it was like 41 degrees. It's called summertime. It's always been a thing. Uh, well, explain why there's people dying everywhere. They're dying from heat stroke more than ever. How do you explain that? How do you explain? Everybody is sick and on drugs and fat and out of shape and living on absolute trash for food. That's, that's literally the reason. Um, unhealthy people are more likely to die from everything exponentially, especially if they're overweight, especially, especially, especially if they're obese. Heat stroke will get you. Pneumonia will, literally everything. You're more likely to die from everything. And getting anything, you're exponentially more likely to die from that because your body is stressed and unhealthy and sick and uh, not full of the kind of energy and nutrients and chemicals and hormones that it should have. It's full of uh, cheese pops and Pepsi sodas and, uh, you know, sugary cereal and what, whatever it is these people are living on, you know? Some of the shopping carts, I see them go through. They've got three masks on and they're pushing a shopping cart full of two liters of Pepsis and frozen pizzas. You're like, well, I'm glad you care about your health. I'm just glad to see you taking things seriously, you know? 
That's why. That's why you're dying. That's why people are dying. They're not. They're they're less healthy than ever before, than ever in history. This is the most unhealthy, sickly population of people that's probably ever existed. I mean, my God, we're we're so lazy and disgusting. We have people eating themselves to death. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was different in 1940. Uh, there was almost no fat people anywhere uh, because all of the garbage food that we have to eat now didn't exist. Uh, most people worked outside long hours, long days. They were physically active. And uh, yeah, so yeah, be physically active. Don't eat trash and uh, you will be healthy. <laughs> eat garbage, be a sloth. You won't be. It is that simple. It's crazy seeing some of the things people say about it. Like uh, prove to me that it's possible that, you know, to lose weight. Like, I don't think it's possible. I think people are born this way. There needs to be fat acceptance. This is a whole movement and another one, another one of these insane movements from these insane people. Fat acceptance. This is like cigarette acceptance, okay? I don't care if you smoke. Go ahead. But don't try and make me applaud for you while you smoke cigarettes and insist that it's good for you. And you're just as healthy as anyone else. Because you know deep down you smoke a lot of cigarettes and you're not healthy and it's not good and you don't like to think about it and you don't want people to say, hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that out of concern for you, that's all uncomfortable. So you want them to play this fantasy game where instead cigarettes are good for you. It's healthier to be a smoker. And, uh, you know, smokers are actually probably more healthy and more attractive than non-smokers, to be honest. It's probably good. It's probably better. It's probably better to smoke. You should be, th- you should be saying how brave I am for smoking. You should be congratulating my bravery and accepting me for who I am as someone that smokes three packs a day. No, no, I'm not going to be doing that. I'm going to go, yikes, that's gross. That's too many cigarettes, man. (laughs) It's not good for you. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. No, it definitely isn't. The ingredients are pure poison. One of the ingredients is arsenic. It is. It's arsenic. That's just poison. Why is there just poison in cigarettes? Who is making, who is making cigarettes? And was like, you know what this could use? A little bit of arsenic. <laughs> Who are you, Richard Kuklinski? Who is, like, you know, you know what the missing ingredient is? I just feel, we need arsenic. We need actual poison that will kill humans, definitely. Arsenic is one of the worst poisons. Arsenic poison kills people all the time. Richard Kuklinski, the Iceman, he was a famous mass-murdering assassin in New York, actually went and he, he made a spray bottle version, figured out how to put it in an aerosol, walked into a gay nightclub to get this guy and sprayed him in the face with it and walked away. Bye. Killed him. Arsenic poisoning. Hey, we should put that in cigarettes. Why? Because I fucking hate people. There needs to be less of them. So I'm going to put poison in these. They're addicted to them anyway. They won't be able to stop and they'll just fucking die. What what else? Are they, what other options are there? What other explanations are there than that? I'd like to someone tell me why. I want to be educated on why they had to put poison in the cigarettes. Because if I'm around sitting, they're just trying to kill you. I think that's what that is. Sergeant Rocks is the withdrawal. Oh, I read that one already, and uh, so I missed uh, Scarpelli's earlier. Uh, Sergeant Rocks is James Top should give us. Give all of us hope as he won't stop for all the right reasons, unlike everything to do with Canadian government and its institutions. Speaking of which, you want to, you want to be mad? 
You do. Why else would you be here? You guys love it. You love getting mad, huh? <clears throat> so, <clears throat> an Alberta ultra marathoner has set the new record after running across Canada in under 68 days, CBC News. Okay. Dave Proctor, 67 days, ran from St. John's, Newfoundland to BC, Victoria. Okay. Says he's tired. Yeah, I feel like I'm on top of the world. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Parents are proud. Isn't that incredible, they say. I didn't think a human body could do that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, he was injured. He made it to the other side of Winnipeg. And, oh, man. Terry Fox has taught every Canadian just what grit and determination are. And that you can really do anything as long as you just give it your all. He said, oh. Now, he went through 12 pairs of running shoes and consumed 9,000 calories a day. Wow. Oh, his lifelong dream. Yeah. I'm looking forward to eating a salad tomorrow. Oh, wasn't that nice? Good for him. Now, Good for him. But just a second. <laughs> Hold on before you leave, CBC. Before no no no, just 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 one second. Great start. Yeah, nice looks like a nice guy. Good for him. That's a crazy thing to do. I couldn't fucking do that. It's wild. Ran for two months. It's crazy. It's amazing even. So what you're saying is you find stories like this one. This is interesting. Is it? This is something you, you like to promote and show people what the, the grit and endurance of Canadians are capable of when they set their mind to something, something they believe in, maybe? Is that, is that accurate? Is that something you like to talk about? James Thomas been walking across the fucking goddamn country for months since May from- I'm, okay. I'm not gonna hurt anybody. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. Play <laughs> relax. You know, it's just a little, uh, I mean, it's a lot of the same thing. I mean, it's a lot of, uh, uh, I mean, you had to say endurance too and the whole, yeah, what do you believe the grit and determination? <laughs> it's just, it's like you're trying to, it's like you're trying to piss me off. You know, it's like you're insulting me, you know? Because they tried to. They did. They did try. They they contacted you. He waited outside your office in Winnipeg when he was there. And I mean, I don't know. And then there was that whole big spectacle in, in Ottawa. And, and, you know. All you said was he was getting charged while he was marching somewhere kind of a thing. And, and then you turn around and don't, and don't see the... It's fine. It's fine. I don't. 
Okay. I'm not going to freak out. It's fine. It's their choice. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. They're just a new story. They're just trying to. What the fuck is Anyway, <clears throat> let's just move on. Let's just get away from this unfavorable topic. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Are you fucking kidding me? You guys are just... If he was marching across the goddamn... <laughs> I already destroyed the bag. It's too late. Something's got to get hit. I don't, know. I don't know what to break. We got to move on. James Tom rules Canada Marches dossier. Fuck the Legion. Send them money. Veterans for Freedom. Send them money. Legion bad. Those guys good. New generation. New timeline. Things are changing. This fucking... This is it, boys. Ground level shit. You got to start somewhere. They're on the way out. We're on the way in. It's a fucking matter of time. You know what I'm saying? Of course you do. Why else would you be here if you didn't know what I was, know what I was saying? Uh, Grills Cheese says, Cesus may have taken pictures of the cheese trailer. <laughs> I'm on a list? Well, I've got great company. It says, Death to Stalin. Free cheese all, free grilled cheese all month and sampling Dutch Gouda all month. Cesus law enforcement officers, I'll feed you too. Cunts. Well, there you go. You guys want a free grilled cheese sandwich? You can go there. Grilled cheese. Where is it? I can't remember where it is. It's in Toronto, if I'm not mistaken. He was telling people you can come get it. There's another guy. I got to go check. I, I hope he's not dead. He, I, maybe he was just hammered. I don't know. <laughs> he sends me a video. And he's like, you know what I'm going to fucking do? And he pans over to this mountain. <laughs> like a literal, like a pretty, it's, it's bigger than a hill. Like that could be a mountain. I'm going to climb to the top of that mountain and I'm going to put the Dagalon flag in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> I hope he's alive. I don't know. I go back and check my messages. I get so many, but I was like, you're fucking crazy. Good. Like, oh my God. Like, be careful, man. Shit's hard. <laughs> uh, True FX uh, says, do you think masks will protect us against this meteor subgalactic variant? Um, no. The idea is that no one's protected. We want to just... I don't want it to hit the earth and impact it. I want it to be so big and traveling so fast, it just cuts this bitch right in half. Just severs the earth right in half. <laughs> At such an angle that, like, Dagalon West survives, like, the easternmost port, and, and then everything else just gets uh, blasted off into space. And then, then we're like, finally. Thank God it's over, you know? No, we'd kill everyone. That's what we want. We want it, We just want it to be over. Just send the meteor um, and make it like make it fast. Like let's just just pull the plug on this. You know, this is like you know you're a little kid losing you know, losing it. Uh, you know, Super Mario. Or you just you just walk up and just take the cars. You just rip it right out of the fucking thing and throw it against. You. Fuck this game. Fuck this. You're five years old and you're already. You're five years old. That's what video games do. Video games teach young children. Uh, young boys especially, how to have old man rage. (laughs) 
that can only come from a lifetime of disappointment and frustration. And, you know, eventually once they hit their 40s, late 30s, 40s, um, they can be, you know, like that kind of dad or guy that's just kind of like, you know, keeping it together. And then something, one thing, you know, a glass breaks or something goes too far. And he's like, all right, for fuck six, you know, you've got six year olds doing that now. They're being taught how to just absolutely lose their fucking minds. Good. It's excellent. Video games are good for kids. I don't know what you're talking about. It's clearly look at them. Look how look how happy they are. Fuck this fucking game is fucking fuck fuck. That's what I do when the mechanic charge tries to charge me two thousand dollars for nothing. Yeah, there you get it. Good job, son. Now you get to learn how to deal with you know, <laughs> just being like you know seventy percent furious all the time. This is good practice for being a grown up. To be honest with you, it really is. This feeling you're having trying to deal with this video game and just can't, it just, you'd lose no matter what you do and everything you do doesn't make sense. You just can't do it. And it's like, fuck, that's actually a good, that's basically going to be your life. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, every time you start getting somewhere, you're just going to, no, right back to this, right back to the beginning again. Like the Japanese people, you know, if they're not getting nuked, Godzilla stepping on their town or the tsunamis coming through and killing everybody, you know, you just, uh, you know, you're here to suffer. And then you pat them on the head and say, enjoy your video game, son. <laughs> I I think uh, I I'm a I'm a good dad. <laughs> Mo says like thank you very much, sir. He always always sends the seven six two. Filthy weasel says I hate that I can't catch the stream live. Here's a little something to say. Thank you for all you do. Cheers to you and all the bigots out there that have decided to hold fast. Fuck you, make me slashy slashy slash. Yes, yes about that. Let's find. Let's find one. Um, what are we doing? Where do we want to go yet? This one, sh this one should work. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much, Mister Weasel. I believe the beers arrived. However, package was leaking, so something did not survive the trip. Hopefully, it's only one or two. <laughs> he sent me a bunch of these beers. The Cirques may have gotten into it. Uh, it's 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 totally possible. Bunny's right. Cheers to you, uh, Mr. Weasel, and all of you guys uh, out there for the uh, previously aforementioned community achievements. We're getting there. We're climbing the ladder. No, Still no word from Global News. Uh, no response. I didn't publish anything today. The deadline was noon yesterday. I don't know. Maybe Rachel didn't like my note. Maybe she didn't like what I had to say. I don't know. But we'll see. <laughs> We're just regularly in the news now. Like, how fucked is this? Who saw this coming a couple years ago when we started doing the basement streams? Like, in two years, you're going to be the focal point of a perceived imaginary insurrection across the nation. Okay, guys? CSIS will come to your house, cops, the whole thing. People will get, oh, yeah, it's going to be wild. Have fun. Have fun on your internet, kids. What? Top 
Sergeant Rock says, I heard the PM likes to smoke cock. Probably. He looks, I mean, runs in the family. <laughs> Grills Cheese, he says, Rangy Rock, never, uh, thank you, never relents. Wife needs surgery. She can't get the vax. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Uh, blood reasons. People in the Ontario chat offered to donate blood. I didn't ask. I called her and wept. Thank you. Oh, my God. Jesus, boy. I mean, that's that's hardcore. You guys fucking kick ass. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We're on the fucking right page. And we're on the right team here because look at the kind of people we have around here. The things were people were literally like, take my blood for your wife. Just like that. That's amazing. I wish we could do more. We need our own doctors. We need our own medical school. <laughs> I hope she gets it, man. Hopefully, uh, with any luck, this um, this stuff will be done soon. Like this is this is getting crazy with these. Uh, the, the, the hung on this long is absolutely nuts. The writing's on the wall. It's over. Like the military's already caving. Like they're not going to be able to flip flop and go back. I mean, it's done. They took their shot. It didn't work. And literally, <laughs> oh, it's dark. And, uh, you know, now it's uh, looking pretty crazy out there. A lot of stuff coming out of, um, I mean, I mean, it's a shame that so many people didn't see it for what it is. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's watching or not, but he usually does. Something I've always found um, interesting about my dad is that he very often seems to get the drop on things before most people. You know? Anybody have, it just seems to like... I remember being a kid and he'd be like, oh, I'll tell you what's going to fucking happen. And then that would happen. And you'd be like, what the? F- How did you know that? You know? Just a factory worker. Guy, you know what I mean? And uh, not some kind. He doesn't, doesn't work at, uh, you know, the, men, men, the Mensi Institute or anything. Or Mensa. See, I don't even know what the fucking thing's called. <laughs> but just logical common sense applications to things. The way that you'd problem solve is just a regular, you know. And there's a brilliance in that. And when we were talking about the, the vaccines and stuff, and they're like, oh, we've got this. This is how many we've got. We're buying so many for everybody. And we're going to have this many. And he was like, because he works in manufacturing, right? And he's like doing the math. Wait a minute. <laughs> how many do you have? And how long do they take to make? And when did you start making these? That's bullshit. You made these before. There's no way. There's no way you made these just now. That's mathematically impossible. There's no fucking way. And I was like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. And we looked it up and I wasn't the only one. And uh, no, it doesn't make sense. So this should be very worrying. I mean, when you consider this. Um, where's that here? Play. So everyone on the planet had to be vaccinated at least three times. Eight billion people times three is uh, 24 billion. There's 24 billion doses they need. Which means every manufacturer, if every manufacturer, made a vaccine every second, it would take 32 years to make a billion doses. 
And if five companies had five plants making vaccines at one per second, it would take 10 years to make 7.8 billion doses and 30 years to vaccinate the population. So how have 7.8 billion vaccines already been manufactured, delivered, and administered for a novel virus that's only been around since 2019? It's an interesting question. There's some interesting math I'd like someone to look into for me. How did that happen? Hmm. 7.8 billion doses. Well, guess, uh, just don't look into that, I guess. <laughs> you think they started making these way before? I, I think so. I think they might have planned this. I think they might have, might be a pandemic. There's a couple of reasons. There's a couple of reasons to suggest that somebody somewhere knew this was coming. Maybe more than a couple. Maybe. Maybe. Godzilla Unchained. He says, Naked Lunch, Naked Lunch novelist William S. Burroughs once asked, Have you ever considered killing yourself? He replied, No, I'm too busy making a list of people I'd like to kill. <laughs> Unlike Mr. Burroughs, I'm not endorsing violence, but if given the chance, who would you recommend I assist in suicide? <laughs> There's just too many people that deserve it, you know? I couldn't choose just one. I'd be like, I don't... One's not even worth it. I need, like, at least a 100, 100 executions punch card. Then then I'd start making a list. But I need at least 100 solid, you know, definitely, you know, put little stickers on them. I watched a fucking messed up movie the other night. It was called Spiderhead. It was, it was fucked up. You should watch it. I'm not going to say anything else about it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, Spiderhead. Uh, one of the Hemsworth guys is in it. You kind of like kind of figure out what's going. It's one of those ones that it's not, you kind of trying to figure out what's going on as it's happening. Like they're just going to drop you into this world and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And it's fucking demented. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's a scary dystopian prison movie, I guess you could call it. Prison slash medical experimentation, pharmaceutical experimentation movie where the prisoners are the test subjects in exchange for more lenient sentences at the will of a mad scientist. It's fucked. Um, Spiderhead uh, should like a Mar- sounds like a Marvel porno. Yeah, it's got a weird name. I'm pretty sure it was called Spiderhead. Or maybe I made that up, but I'm pretty sure. It's definitely a real movie. Or I've completely lost my mind. Uh, the Reaper Son says, if Diagon had doctors, they just tell you to stop being a bitch and send you home. <laughs> Most of them would, yeah, most of the time. Sergeant Rock says you should get vaxxed for that common cold. Absolutely you should. There's no other reason. You, you have to. You have to be uh, a, a million vaccinations. Where am I going? That Doings has seen it. He says, yeah, Spiderhead is fucked up. He knows. He knows the pain. He knows the pain and the nonsense. As um, you know, lots of you know, creative and intelligent people uh, types do the, know the nonsense of the world that we're in now. John Cleese, um, who is, I can't believe is still alive. <laughs> um, you know, comedy legend, Monty Python, the whole thing. The guy's always been, he's amazing. Uh, but he says, if you're worried about offending people and constantly thinking of that, you're not going to be very creative. He blasts wokeness as the death of creativity. Hard to argue with this. Legendary comedian John Cleese has warned that the woke ideology has not only been disastrous for comedy, but is the leading death of creativity in general. 
During an interview with Fox News, he was asked if comedians today are allowed the freedom to be funny, to which he replied, no. Is there a clip? Yeah. Oh, it's too long. I love you, John, but not for seven minutes. I, I've got things to do. <laughs> Speaking from the site of the Freedom Fest conference in Vegas, uh, the Monty Python star there's all, said there's always been limitations on what they're allowed to say. It says, uh, you go to Moliere and Louis the Fourteenth. says, I mean, Moliere had to be a bit careful and there will always be limitations, Cleese continued, adding... I mean, in England, until some ridiculous late date, like 1965, all plays had to be submitted to what used to be a part of the palace called the Lord Chamberlain, and he would read it, and there were hilarious letters used to go back was saying, you may only say fuck once, this sort of, and you cannot say bugger, but you can say these sort of ridiculous, these ridiculous negotiating letters. That is hilarious. I never knew that. That's fucking hysterical. You have to send your play to someone in the palace and they're going to let you like, no, you must you must only say fuck once. We can't be having you say fuck all willy-nilly. I will let you have one and that is it. Oh, but my lord, and you can't say bugger either. There will be no buggering in this play. But you can say this. <laughs> Monty Python was a documentary. Chase, please continued. I think it's particularly worrying at the moment because you can only create in an atmosphere of freedom where you're not checking everything you say critically before you move on. Absolutely. He says, what you have to do is be able to build without knowing where you're going because you've never been there before, Cleese urged, adding, that's what creativity is. You have to be allowed to build, and a lot of comedians now are sitting there, and when they think of something, they say something like, can I get away with it? I don't think so. And -and so-and-so got into trouble, and he said that, and oh, and she said that. You see what I mean? It's the death of creativity. Please further asserted that wokeness allows the critical mind to dominate the creative, with the two definitely in opposition to each other. You can do the creation, then criticize it, but you can't do them at the same time. So if you're worried about offending people and constantly thinking of that, you are not going to be very creative, so I think it has a disastrous effect. That is an interesting insight. Let me go play some of this. I mean, why don't you go to Moliere and Louis the this sort of <laughs> And you cannot say bugger. <laughs> but I mean, he's old. I can't believe how old he is. That's exactly what you would have got cancelled for in the 60s. You see what I mean? It's as though human beings want to have some things that you absolutely mustn't do and other things that are all right. And they just change every... 25 years. So I would say at the moment this is a difficult time particularly for young comedians but you see my audience is much older and they're simply not interested in most of the work attitudes. I mean they just think that uh, you should try and be kind to people and that's no need to complicate it. You know. Well disastrous. I mean, comedians having to think, well, can I say this or not? You know, that, and that once you start checking everything, you, it's very hard to be very creative because you can't build on anything without thinking. You see, the moment that the critical mind comes in, you stop being creative. They're, they're definitely in opposition to each other. You can do the creation and then criticize it, but you can't do them at the same time. So It's true, man. That's, um, it is. You have to just go with it and it goes where it goes, you know. It's funny or it's not or whatever. You, you worry about it later. But if you're going to sit there and go trying to plan around. that He's right. Every movie sucks. Everything sucks now. It's so hard to find anything uh, interesting anymore. Because everyone has to play within these boundaries of accept, which get smaller and smaller by the day. These boundaries of acceptable behavior and, and change radically constantly. So everyone is always on this in, in this kind of environment of like, just tell us what to say. It was there was a Simpsons uh, 
Oh my god, I don't know if I can find it now. Maybe, or did I download it? No, I didn't. My bad. But it was uh, it was an episode where uh, Skinner was basically just being... It was like 2006. And he's like, I'm all the things. I'm woke this and I'm pro that. And the women are like, so you're saying you're a misogynist? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this. And then it eventually just evolved into him going, just tell me what you want me to say. I'll do anything. Just let me, you know. So you're not creating anything anymore. You're just a slave. Great, good. Let's do that. Let's have more of that. The world, the world needs more of this. That's the kind of thing that we need. Oh, God, I don't even want to go there yet. That's angering. <laughs> what do you guys feel about fake vaccine passports? <laughs> oh, there's a whole thing on psychiatry and interesting in drugs and stuff later. Uh, the Trump stuff, the, the absolute nightmare that is the Canadian border. Oh, God. God. Attempted assassination of a congressman in the United States. Syrian migrant kills a German teenager, dumps her body at a sewage treatment plant. Because why wouldn't you? At least we were woke, you know? <laughs> Classy Paul, you know? The photo of her, like... <laughs> there's another photo where she has a much lower cut shirt. And it's quite, you know... Anyway, Paul cut it off. <laughs> Tasteful move. Uh, but anyway... This is still happening. Residents express anger at Angela Merkel's open border policy. This has been going on unabated for years now. And people are just expected in Europe to just put up with it. And, and oh, there's a picture there. Um, f- figures released by the German government show that non-German foreigners are responsible for over 39% of murders. And 56% of manslaughter convictions. Um, between 2000 and 2020, non-Germans convicted of murder rose from 29% to 39%. The proportion of foreigners convicted of manslaughter rose from 37% to 56 While Meanwhile, foreigners make up only around 12% of the German population, meaning they're significantly overrepresented in serious crimes. Weird, that! One particularly harrowing case that is similar to the more recent murder involved Maria Landenberger, the daughter of an EU official who was raped, murdered, and dumped in a river in Freiburg. Despite all this, former German Chancellor Angela Merkel suggested her 2015 decision to allow a million migrants into the country was a success. A success for who? Not a success for the German people or the French people or the Italian people or the British people or anybody, really. Any sing- every single country has suffered tremendously from this open door, bring them all. Let's just bring it. Whoever, fuck it. Fire the floodgates open. Just let them come in and, and, and make sure they can do no wrong. Make sure we're going to treat them differently than everyone else. Ask Sweden how that's going. Is that going good, guys? Is that a good program? Is that a good time? So again, let me just break. Let me just get this straight because I'm probably going to need this later. Trust the science and you know all of this. So you're, oh, we already established last time you guys are not good with numbers. So that's not the science you mean. You don't want that science. You're of the other science. Oh, you're you, oh medical science. You're into right. And what was the thing you said? Why why we had to force everyone to take all these drugs? What was it again? How does it go? If it saves just one life. If it saves just one life. How many lives would have been saved if you hadn't you know, enacted this disastrous immigration policy exactly? Because from where I'm sitting, it's thousands and thousands of murders in numerous countries and rapes and killings and all this kind of stuff that would not have happened otherwise. 
So you didn't just not save a life. You actually ended quite a few and destroyed, you know, by extension, many, 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 many more. Um, because, again, when, t- when families have um, their teenage daughters raped and murdered and dumped in a sewage treatment plant, they don't typically recover well. It leaves a kind of a lasting wound in the, in the family dynamic for, you know, maybe a generation to come. You know, even, even the, you know, siblings, children will hear about their, their murdered aunt that they never met. Because the government decided, refugees welcome, hashtag. So some 35-year-old piece of shit from Syria just raped her to death and threw her in a dump. And maybe won't even get deported. Cool. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just making sure that we're on the same page. And just so people are tracking. Like, we don't know why, we don't know why there's so much anger at the government. We don't know where these are coming from. Freedom? What is a freedom? It is freedom from the global government that we're under control. That's, that's what it really is. Okay? That's what it boils down to. Everybody's come in from different angles or from different areas. But um, depending on where you're, when it was that the monster reached out and touched you, whenever it was. You know, uh, Derek talks about this a lot when he said his, when his daughter was in, you know, was it for Bastille Day or what was it? She was over in France anyway and was very near a terrorist attack that killed nearly 100 people. Uh, this guy was in a van running people over, shooting them, throwing grenades at them and all this kind of... If it saves just one life! If it saves just one life! And that was nearly... That easily could have been his kid. So he went to go, wow, how the fuck does that happen? And, you know, followed that story and obviously does not have uh, great conclusions. Their own actions are creating us every single day all over the world constantly. And now they're sitting around going, where are these, where are these fucking people coming from? Or, or you destroyed them economically, maybe. Maybe it wasn't, uh, maybe it wasn't your genius uh, mass migration policy where you decided there's just too many white people and we need to fix that. If that wasn't the problem, it was, oh, you know what else? Also, they have too much money too. So we need to destroy their economies, inflate their currencies. Uh, yeah, we're going to, and we're going to do the lockdowns and we're going to destroy their businesses and, and we're going to take away their educations and destroy their careers. Hey, military, that's fine. You know, you have to take it or else and then change your mind later. And oh, and the taxes and then there's the fuel tax and the carbon tax and all of that kind of stuff. And all the natives and all them all hate you because of all the shit you've been doing to them for years. And you know, you're going to ignore all of that. What else is going? Oh, and then there's the coal and energy industry out, out in Western Canada that you've decimated, destroyed, raped and uh, bled dry and then sold everything off to the Chinese and told these people that, you know, uh, go fuck yourself essentially and you're unacceptable and what else was there oh and then the mandates that were rippled through the trucking industry and caused all kinds of problems there now we've got supply chain problems all over north america because of this same disastrous policies that you've you've enacted where what oh and then and then there was the drag queen story time for the kids and the all of the colors and all then there's the dicks in the streets and all of this kind of stuff and it's ma'am it's ma'am that is a full-grown six foot four man that's 215 pounds he wants to be called ma'am and he's running around starting fights in an eb games lineup or something like that so we had to put up with all of that and then you had to cancel everything and tell everybody they're all fucking evil and bad and that's bad and that's bad and he's a bigot and he's a rapist and he's a misogynist and he's this and they're all Nazis and cancel this and cancel that and shut that down you basically fucked with every single thing I can think of you fucked with absolutely every there's nothing left unfucked is there is there a virgin topic or, or area or section of our previous lives that has yet to be fucked by this globalist dick is there one can anyone think of one? Has there any anything? Ballet is canceled. That's not even allowed anymore. It's too white, you see. 
They're canceling that now. So we got to come after that. Disney. Oh, and then the and all the pedophile shit came out. So we know how gross all of that stuff is. Hollywood and the whole. There's nothing left. I mean, everything is just, cor- is just corrupt to the bones at this point. Everything, everywhere, no matter who you are or where you came from or what your background is. It's th- this disgusting uh, infection has grown to such a state that there is nigh a place, an acre of land left in the Western world that's not polluted with it. I don't care who you are. At this point, everyone everywhere is going, something's not right at this. I don't, something's wrong right now, isn't there? Is there something wrong? Things seem to be going sideways out there. Yes. Yes, there is. And they want to sit here and go, oh, I just thought I was dead. You know what it is? It's right-wing extremism and it's people on the internet saying things. That's the problem. If we just shut them up, it'll all go, oh, yes, that definitely won't make everything a hundred times worse. No, go ahead. Do it. Censor. Throw them in jail, too. Throw us all in jail. That will convince everyone that they're all wrong and they should support the current thing. There definitely won't be some kind of an uprising or a reckoning of any kind once you go full Stasi. No. No, of course not. Of course not. Oh, you want to block out the sun and, and you, know, you want people to eat bugs and, and you got a, the gender reassignment surgery on the children and the state owns your children. And if you try and interfere, we'll put you in prison and all of this kind of, you see what I'm saying? You've, you're, you're, you're fucking with too many people. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit much. So we have uh, a lot of people that are very, very upset. Wherever it was you came from, I came from the military angle. You remember how you fucked with that too? The military industrial complex, the wars are fake. It's all bullshit. It's all just to make money. It's a giant fucking corporation. Yeah, I figured that out because I worked there for a long time. Turns out that same uh, tentacled organization uh, is in everybody else's hands too. They're in everybody else's pockets. And you know who just found out this year? You know, you know who the newest people to the party are? Doctors and healthcare professionals that are just realizing now, wait, Is there something wrong with the world? Yes, there is. Yep, yep. I think the cops started figuring it out during the Black Lives Matter days. You know, when they're like, uh, yeah, defund the police and Black Lives Matter and George Floyd's a hero and you guys are all racist. And they're like, what the fuck? What what are you talking about? So then, you know, there's that problem. What's next? Firemen? Have we fucked with firemen yet? Maybe firemen aren't gay enough. That's going to be the new cause of the left. I want to see every fireman suck a dick or they lose their job because they're homophobic. That's what we're going to do now. That's what you're going to do with your sexy uh, fireman calendars. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. Let's go. We're going to have a giant fireman gay porn uh, showdown now. Or else you're all homophobic. It's pride season. It's not a month. You got to do it all season long. It's not just once either. I want to see this every day, all summer long. Or we're going to accuse you of homophobia and cancel your fire station. Why not? We've canceled doctors and nurses because they didn't support the current thing. We literally need those people to live. Why not cancel fire departments because they're not woke enough? Let's cancel fire departments. They're not woke. Most firemen, here's a fact. Most firemen are uh, heterosexual white men. Better cancel them. They are not diverse at all. Why is nobody talking about the lack of diversity in fire? Why are there no, you know, trans queer questioning foxkin lady people that grows a beard, wants to be called George, but is uh, taking hormones injections, but they're a female. Why aren't there more of those in the fire department? Why are there not more strong, brave Sikh women in the fire department? 
Why are there no strong, powerful, beautiful, uh, you know, just fierce, just ferocious? Why, why don't we have more of those in the fire department? Cancel the fire? We have to cancel it. It's, I found it. That's the last thing that no one's canceled yet is the fire department and ambulance drivers and EMTs. Them too. They're fucking not diverse enough at all. Um, we need to find out what their pronouns are. And if they're, if they're not, then they got to go too. If they're not going to support the current thing, they got to go. We get everybody who's left. Farmers? No, farmers, we got them too. We got them with the carbon tax and then another carbon tax. We called a fuel tax and then we did a carbon tax and it keeps, inc- we're fucking them up night and day. They fucking hate us too. We got them. We got the oil industry. We got the truck drivers. We got the farmers. We got the cops. We got the army. We got the medicine industry. Um, who else? Who else did we get? What, what do we got left? Who are we still holding on to? We still got the media and we still got the, the universities. We got that, but we lost Everyone else, you know, the people that make the country go, yeah, they're all checking out and, and signing this shit. But we do have people that we, um, well, let's face it, uh, the mass media, we don't need. And uh, Marxist uh, brainwashed liberal academics that uh, teach gender theory, we, we don't need them either. They do nothing. They're just spewers of poison and destruction. Like a faucet that is just spewing sulfuric acid. You just turn, just turn that off. That uh, we can turn those off, and uh, that's it. <laughs> you see the way it's stacking up here? Like, mm. oh, and how about young people? Hey, do we still have the young people? Yeah, they're still on our side, right? Oh shit, the cost of living is worse than ever, and a, per- a young person under the age of twenty, you know, eighteen to twenty-five today can't possibly ever possibly hope to achieve the standard of living that my parents' generation had. Absolutely not. They'll never own property. They'll never own a house. I was only lucky because I had all my time in the military and all that tax-free money from being deployed. I could buy a house. You can't buy a house now. They cost half a million dollars. Where are you going to get half a million dollars, Johnny? You're a corporal. You're a corporal one RCR. You're not buying a house. Fucking 600 grand for a house. What was the down payment? What do you got? Nine grand? Oh, cute, dude. Cute. You're going to need like 100, 200K to put a dent in that thing for a down payment. What do you, you got nothing. You're fucked. Ha ha. So yeah, the, no, the kids are not doing good either. They don't have a lot of hope for the future. Pretty, pretty bleak outlook, actually. You can tell by how much they're, you know, doing drugs and killing themselves and so on. I think it's the highest uh, highest ge- uh, rate of suicide in any generation, I think, in Generation Z. The youngest, uh, the Zoomers, right? I think they have the highest rate of suicide in the, in the world ever. That's a great achievement, right? I'm pretty, I mean, we did a great job, right? We're doing great, kid! The kids are all killing themselves. This is what we wanted. Things are clearly going, things are clearly getting better, aren't they? What I want to know is, now that um, the patterns have become clear, that uh, there, there has been a shift and the prevalence of spreading information and generally people seeking the answers to why their life is fucked, because that's really what it is. People are selfish. Uh, right by nature, we just that's just how we operate. It's part of the, you know, not necessarily in a bad way, but generally, primarily, your concerns are for you and yours. And you know, first of all, right away when you go out into the world, and uh, if you run into things that are really fucking with you, you're gonna want to investigate what that is and and how how that be how how do this be you know all the industries and all the places and all the things I just mentioned how how are these 
why do we have these problems? And then they start going looking for answers, and it turns out the answers are all very, were all very similar. Um, the people in charge hate you, don't give a shit, everything is falling apart, and uh, they're just going to run away with the money. Well, what happens? What I want to know is what happens when uh, this unstoppable momentum of people figuring this out and putting these puzzle pieces together and connecting these wires... Uh, what happens when um, even 30% of them figure it out? What about, what about 50%? What happens? What's, what's going to happen? Because there's people aren't joining the brainwashing system. They're coming out. Our side is only becoming bigger. Less people than ever believe any of their shit. Nobody wants the vaccines anymore. Nobody wants to do any of this shit anymore. Everybody's coming over here to team. You know what? I think you guys are starting to make sense. So what What happens then? When when all the water comes to this side of the ship, what, what happens then? And it's a mystery. Rock says the can pass has everything to do with the digital ID and currency, so fuck that. I'm not down with any of that crap. Roger that. He says, I can see how this BS story the PM is holding on to is falling apart. I can't wait to greet him on the other side, if you know what I'm saying. Shit, my side voice was speaking. Oh, my, my outside. Oh, your outside voice. Yes. I mean, just do the math, guys. I mean... Like, look at the trends, Okay. Here, here's a, a big clue. The Alex Jones documentary, I mean, think what you want about the guy. I, don't, I think he's done, you know, much more good than harm, for sure. That is the, that is the most pre-ordered movie in America. <laughs> Do you understand? It... Ten years ago, I mean, I've been in this for a while. I probably started watching him and, and kind of going, what's going on around here? You know? Your first genuine, wait a minute, what's going on around here? You know, you start getting real, like, weirded out about, like, wait a minute, this information doesn't make sense, does it? Maybe it does. Oh, God. Ten years ago, that was no one. It, like that was like one in a thousand. You know the amount of people I knew in the army that were like you know the conspiracy theory guys. There was like four of us. Do you know what I mean? There was not many of us. Ten years ago, in 2012, it wasn't. It wasn't a thing, right? And now it's 
most people, 50%. Do you, we were out walking the other day, Morgan and I, and we walked by, I heard three or four different conversations, just people we were walking by talking about the medical issues they were having and their doubts about what's going on. I don't know, man. I mean, my back's never been the same since. I don't feel right at all. I've had this rash on my leg for months, and I just, you know, I'm not sure. (laughs) It's out there in the street. Like, everybody's like, something's going on around here. And that's all you need. All you need is that foot in the door. Because if if there was lies about something as big as this, and it's it's out there. One of the one of the uh, things Morgan got a hold of and, and and threw on Telegram there is it's posted in my channel. There's a link to hers. Is the uh, it's like a package of information, and it's got. Uh, some emails from some chief medical officers admitting they know these aren't safe and they're harming people, but they're going to do it anyway because just doing my job and all of the documents that were uh, you know, produced as side effects and potential problems and all this, that's all, it's all there. That's getting more acknowledged, not less. The people uh, promoting these ideas are becoming more popular, not less. So what I'm saying is, if you're somebody like Alex Jones, who's at the core of his whole thing is the people in charge are lying and they're, and they're up to no good. That's all you need to really, you can, you can argue and debate about all that kind of shit, right? But I'm a big believer in, we, we have to agree on the foundational principles of what we're doing here or th- th- this infighting and this fuckery, something else I've, I've kind of, I'm like a dog chasing cars, you know? know what to do with it. I, I, I caught one um i wrote a, a thing on it's on i got a Substack channel if you if you want to read that but this idea that there's there's it's a, i basically i can i, I compared it to a carnival because that's really more of what this is um you know these people the freedom movement like there's no movement really this is a loose collection of people that just know something's not right and there's different people doing different things. It's a fucking shit show. It is a carnival. I'm saying this, you know, if you, you can believe me if you want. These people on the left are, you know, they watch because they hate me. And they, they like to, like, wait wait for, like, Gotham's to write them down for their tweets and shit. Like they're, do, like, they're having any effect. Bitch, I just got another million views. I'm unstoppable. You can't stop any of this. Put me in jail. I don't, it, the damage is done. It's all done. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. The core value, the, the, the foundational, like the first brick laid in the building has to be the people in charge are up to no good. They're evil. They're, be- they're fucking us over, man. They're lying and they're up to no good. They must be held accountable and, and watched like hawks because they have all the power and all the money and they have the potential to do horrible, horrendously horrible things. The things they can do with their position, their power, their influence is staggering. It is it is evil and, and, and horrifying. This is like a child with a nuclear weapon. Do you understand? You must pay super duper de duper close attention to what they're doing at all times. Or else they'll get, a, you know, you don't want to risk this. They're, they're too powerful. You must, people must pay attention and not just trust them blindly. Not trust them at all. Never trust them. Do you know what's bad about um, a, a population that doesn't trust the government? Nothing. There is nothing bad about that. Do you know why? Because the government must always be transparent and honest and open with its people. It's as simple as that. The reason they don't trust them is because they're not. There's no accountability for anything. And if we had that, we wouldn't be in this situation. So we have to agree on that. 
You take all the rest of your shit. I I don't I don't fucking care if that is the most. What is the most important thing? That is the most important thing to me. That is the abs. Nothing nothing can take priority over that. That these people need to be held accountable and watched like hawks and investigated. And this needs to. I mean, they're not good. They're getting away with murder, literally. And it doesn't have to be like that. It just has been like that for a while. It doesn't have to be like any kind, anything else in life. You know, people, there's comeback stories all the time. People can be down on their luck, drug addicted alcoholics living under a bridge. And now they're CEOs of successful companies. I mean, this shit happens. Just because things are the way they are now doesn't mean they have to stay that way and be that way forever. People are too content to just accept the situation. Just accept living in the pasture and eating the grass and uh, 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 it's what it is, man. Could be worse. I fucking hate that attitude. That is the worst attitude. Well, smack you. I'll just give a little smack. Oh, yes. A little smack on the rear end. I got a motivated. Yes. Could be worse. Could be worse. Could be better. How about that attitude? How about rather thinking it could be worse, so let's do nothing and accept our situation? How about we go, this could be better. Let's try and improve our situation. Let's work towards a better uh, outcome for everybody. Let's do that. Fuck you. You're a bad guy. Fuck you. You're a weak uh, coward. You're a coward and and a pathetic piece of shit person. I don't want anything to do with you. And I had to fucking learn this the hard way. Big time. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I had the opposite. I had to learn this attitude from guys in the military, and it took me a long, it took me a long time to catch up to their 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 wisdom level. You know, it just seemed. Uh, it seemed delusional, I guess. Right, we could be in a bad situation, or things could be shitty or whatever, and these guys would just be like, you know. I would tune it out. I wasn't really listening was, was my problem. I wasn't listening. And they're basically the whole thing is like, you got to have a better attitude, man. I'm like, oh, having a better attitude is not going to make the rain stop. <laughs> I mean, having a better attitude is not going to make these people not shoot at me. That's a fucking stupid, who cares? My attitude is, but no, that's actually a crucial. Uh, you absolutely need to have a better attitude. It doesn't change the situation. I'm right, right? It doesn't. I, younger me, was right. It doesn't change the situation. What it does do is change the the uh, motivational, the motivation factory inside your soul to confront, deal with, and overcome that situation. Because if you're in this negative space where you think it's pointless and what are you going to do? Fucking, uh, fucking, uh, you're, you're not going to go in there well-armed. You're going to not deal with this very well. Or you could, you know... Take the Goggins approach and just uh, decide you're going to rape everything. <laughs> Be like this unstoppable fucking monster. Even if there's no chance, even if it kills you. Because going at something that hard with that much uh, belief and, and uh, fire in your belly, you would be surprised. I was able to uh, overcome things and do things that I didn't think possible. I, I achieved things and uh, surpassed obstacles that I, I never would have been able to go through. I never thought I could. There's no way. I thought it would be a miracle if even was in the army. If I would just be there on the team alone would be incredible to me. I was a 120 pound kid. I was t- not, you know, from a middle class family. And no, I, you know, had blisters like t- twice in my life. 
You know what I'm saying? I had no business being there. And I, and I learned through punishment and suffering that it's up to you. What are you willing to endure and accept in, 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 in you know, pursuit of your goal? Like, will you, uh, will your feet, are you okay with your feet bleeding? What do you, what do you want to, you want to cut your, cut toenails right off your fucking body, right? There's, uh, you know, you want to jump out of a plane? I'm terrified of heights. Jump out of a plane. Okay. You know, jump off the tower. Uh, you ever, you ever, had, you ever jump off a building with a fucking harness and be like, hopefully it works. I mean, it's supposed to, but at the end of the day, you're fucking several stories up and they're like private jump off the building. And you're like, okay. And you just have to do it. Shit like that. I mean, some of the, th- some of the things I got to do and experience in my career, I was like, there's no way if you showed me uh, years and years earlier, and that, that comes to the own, your own, uh, you know, the old thing. You don't know what you're capable of until you're, you know, you put up against it. But the only, but you're, if, if you believe you're defeated in your head before you even attempt it, you're, you're, it's done. Your mindset is so important. It might be the most important thing. And what happens if we can motivate the mindsets and shift the mindsets of, of thousands or tens of thousands of people that don't accept that this, it could be worse, that they don't accept that this is the way it is. They don't accept any of this. And they say, why can't we have better things? And why should I sit here and just fucking take it? What happens when that number becomes 5, 10, 50, 100, 200, 500,000, 5 million? What happens then? That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people that believe in something. And there's, you know, there's growing pains in this. And and like that, this is kind of what I wrote in the thing. For a couple of reasons, <laughs> some people I, I, you know, I know and I care about are taking shit from people and there's a lot of, um, I hate the word, but it, you know, grifters, right? It's basically a, a new age word for snake oil salesmen. They're, you know, selling you fake products or, or something like that. Or I'd consider that like some of, some of the QAnon decoder people, you know, they're just selling nonsense. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're just making shit up and people are sending them money. Like, what are you doing? Right? And there's a lot of liars and there's a lot of narcissists. And, but, but there's also a lot of great people. There's a lot of good, great people in the community and in the, in the greater you know, movement, if you'd like. And we should be supporting and helping those people. If I had it my way, I would, I would be able to, I would just leave because I'm the least effective person anywhere. You know, my contribution makes zero difference at all and is so meaningless and important. I wouldn't even bother. Like, all right, good. I don't need to fucking be here. Perfect. I can go back to watching. Everything's under control. I'm just going to play video games and lift weights and fucking, you know, play with my kids and do that. So you have people that have sacrificed. You want to know? You want to know who you can? Tr- Here's you know. Before I get into this, I'm going to play this clip from Laura Lynn, uh, who I I like. I've talked to numerous times, and um, it's a great lady. And uh, again, she's she's one of us, right? You may not be a, a a hardcore Christian, you know, person like she is. That's okay. 
I respect her for who she is and what she does. You may not agree with everything she says. You don't have to. I, don't, I hate running that. I don't agree with everything they say. You shouldn't or you're in a cult. <laughs> you shouldn't, okay? If you agree with everything that everyone that someone says, you're obsessed. You're a psycho. You're like uh, stalking Elton John at this point or uh, John Lennon. You're going to kill him in the doorstep of his apartment at this point. You're a crazy person. The government might have killed Elton John, John Lennon. John Wayne. They probably killed him too. They probably, the government kills everybody. Anyway. They don't, but, you know, the point is, um, we need more people, you know, doing their best at this, not less, because the more there are, the higher the chances are that that person could go really far. That person could, could be in the right place at the right time for the right story, that moment in time where lightning strikes and boom, what the world changes because you just happened to be there with a phone in your hand and you had something of a following, you know? You had access to somebody or you knew somebody that knew somebody. You were involved in some way. And just your alertness and presence in, the, in that time and space created an opportunity for you to do some fucking damage. We need more people like this, not less. So again, I don't care. I don't care... Are you on, is that that first brick we laid in the foundation? Are we cool with that? Because that's the only one that really absolute, that can never be removed. Because we don't have that. We have nothing to build on. Nothing. You have to start somewhere. What do we start with? It's us against them. At the end of the day, at the very, when our backs are up against the wall and it's like firing squad time, right? This is who you, these are, these are your people, not them. Down here in the muck with the peasants, yeah. After that, we can argue about that. We, we can probably progress after that and then, you know, we'll figure it out. But we can't even agree on that. Jesus. No, we're bad. Laura's going to be mad at me because I said Jesus, but uh, I just said it again. Jesus, I can't stop it. Save me, Laura Lynn. Okay, so I was reading Paul Alexander's Substack today, and he reported on talking to a doctor that he knows very well in Ontario. This doctor uh, did his part for humanity and um, got the, the jab. He is now not feeling well at all and was actually in the emergency ward. Um, this doctor uh, has reported that tons of doctors are getting the fake cards and these have been amply offered and passed around to the doctors. So hey everybody in Canada, while you're out there getting the real thing, because you thought as a Canadian you would be doing the right things, the doctors who are getting fake vax passes and making sure that all of their families as well have the fake fax passes. This is reported by Dr. Paul Alexander, whom we know and love, who has paid a very dear price to tell the truth. And I appreciate all of these courageous people. Do you know who I choose, choose to believe? Because I was on the plane, you know, two days ago. These people, uh, they were saying, oh, you know, it's so hard. How do you know who to believe? I don't yeah. think it's hard at all to know who to believe. Nope. You don't believe people who are paid 
to tell you something. They are paid to give you an agenda. They are paid to tell you the talking points of whoever is paying them. If the WEF, if the government is paying doctors like Dr. Teresa Tam, like Dr. Bonnie Henry, if you can really consider these people doctors, complete blazing idiots is what I like to call them. If these doctors are getting paid to tell you something, then that is not who you believe. Do you know who I like to believe? Dr. Peter McCullough, who has been slimed and maligned and yet continues to tell the truth. Who will lie is somebody who's lining their pockets, keeping their cushy job at the expense of all the humans that are suffering on this planet. Imagine you're like a. Imagine you're like a you're like a king or or some kind of like authority figure in a different time. Say it's like the Middle Ages or something, right? And you're like the you're the tribal chieftain or you're the village guy that can throw the ball the furthest, like whatever it was. You know what I mean? And you're presented with a with a with a with a scenario where you have to choose. But somebody's lying. Because that, guys, that is just where we are. Either all of these people are crazy or they're lying or both. All of them. All of these doctors, all of these uh, nurses, all these practitioners, all these witnesses, all of these people. uh, And on the other side, same thing. They're all lying or they're all insane also. Because both both scenarios cannot be true. What what these people are saying and what those people are saying cannot both be true. We have two separate versions of reality here. And now you must choose which one that is. Person one is very well paid. In fact, makes a lot of money off of the uh, the topic at hand actually makes them very wealthy and powerful. They've actually got uh, privileged positions and they've actually become quite famous in a lot of cases. So they're benefiting uh, tremendously. On the other side, you have a guy that's crawled here, you know, and is disheveled and like bleeding (laughs) and basically like marched here from potentially across the country, let's say. Maybe, let's say he marched across the country to tell you something because it's that important. And he's like half dead. He's got no money. He's bankrupt. He's fucked. He had to escape a jail. You know, guards are looking for him. And he's like, my Lord, you must believe me. I beg of you. I've come from Mercia for the love of God, you know. And and that's true. Like he really did. It's not fake. There's no. It's like no. He really did come that way. Like he he's he's has a knife in his back right now. He's trying to pull out while you're deciding. You're like, oh please, my lord, believe me. Oh god. Like someone stabbed him on the way in here. So you look over at the rich guy, and he's like, these people, you know. And then you look over at the other guy, who has apparently destroyed his life simply to bring you a message. He destroyed his life. He nuked his own life, his career, his education, his reputation, everything he's worked for for decades. His own people, his own friends are are attacking him and coming out, family reputation destroyed, money gone out the window. Why would he do this? 
for attention. Oh, and by the way, it's not just him. There's many, many, many of them. There's many examples of both on either side. Many more rich people that back up the rich guy that, you know, and many more equally destroyed, you know, some of them are in jail. They're appearing via video conference right now. They're just in the screen in the jail. Like you can only see half their face. I've, I've been in that situation now. So that's why it's funny to me. Hello, is it on? Can you hear me? You know, you're like looking through a little glass window. It's fucking ridiculous. So degrading. <clears throat> Which one do you think would be telling the truth? Do you think the people that are certainly benefiting from the situation would be motivated to tell you if there's something wrong? Or do you think it's possible that they would just continue to go along with it because they're, well, they're, they're doing quite well at it? Versus these people who uh, seemingly voluntarily destroyed their entire lives just to tell you something that nobody else wants to believe is true. So I'm to believe these people just like to be punished and it's fun. Maybe they're going to beat off later. This is a big like, ha I've destroyed my life. Finally, you know, like, I don't, I don't get it. Why would they do that? Or are they just telling the truth? Or are they decent people, decent human beings that have a commitment to telling the truth and they, they understand the gravity of the situation that millions and billions of lives are being affected and destroyed by, by this, the lies of this machine and they've gone through hell to come forward and try to tell you the truth. So which one do you think? I know exactly which one I would choose. It wouldn't even be a question. That, that should be as obvious to you as... There, there is no other way. I, can, I can't make this any more clear. That is the choice you're faced with. Giant pharmaceutical companies. Gigantic. $10 billion a quarter and shit they're raking in. Right? And these, these top doctors, these experts and all these people making more money than ever. Anthony Fauci's retirement package is half a million dollars a year. Half a million dollars a year. On top of all the other money he's made. All the lobbyists that are in these provinces telling these people what to say. There's just money flying out the door like absolutely fucking crazy. And now they want all our money for a war in a country we can't even find on a map. And we want, oh yeah, support the current thing, all that. And on the other side, you have respectable people like officers from the military, soldiers, very, you know, cops, doctors, nurses, airline pilots, fucking engineers, people that are, there are people that follow me that are fucking multimillionaires. I know them. They're doing very well. They're very successful, very intelligent people. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we know. Like they all know, all of these people know. So what's the, you know, what's going on here? Why would they, why would they do this to themselves exactly? Peter McCullough is like, you know what? I'm really tired of being a, you know what I'm really tired of, Joe Rogan? I'm tired of being Peter McCullough. You know what I want to do? I want to go out. I want to destroy my reputation, destroy my name, be lambasted nationally, and fear for my life. That's what I, that's what I want to do. <laughs> because it would be fun for me, Joe. It would be amusing to me. Or I've just, I've just lost my mind. I'm a world-leading expert that was in line for a Nobel Prize. But you know what? I've decided to just go insane instead. What do you think, Joe Rogan? What do you think, world? Hey, should we do it? Should we just go completely fucking insane? It makes sense, right? Does it make sense to you? It makes sense to me. I don't know why. Who, who wouldn't want to do that? Why 
would they lie? Because they're making so much money. Why does anybody do anything? Why did they do 9-11? Why the Gulf of Tonkin? Why either World War? Why Korea? Why Iraq? Why Iraq 2? Why Afghanistan? Why any... Money, dude! Money. It's money. Every single time. Every single time. It's money. All of the worst things that have ever happened, the top 10 were over money. Always. Every time. Everything else they say is bullshit. Everything. We must protect our democracy from those who would wish to destroy America. Shut the fuck up, dude. This is a giant money-making scam. They wouldn't lie about that. Yes, they, they do it all the time. They're experts at it. They're experts at lying. They'll even kill fake people. Remember the white helmets in Syria? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Digging up fake dead bodies. The guys are walking around like, was he dead a minute ago? And like, you weren't supposed to see that. We're on a, we're on a CIA soundstage, actually, in a different country. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, we're in Israel right now filming this. This, this attack, this Assad attack. We're filming it in Jerusalem. Oh, go on. Did you now? You know, at Pearl Harbor, they knew they were coming. They knew they were coming, but they wanted in on the war. And they're like, this is a great opportunity. We'll just let them hit us and then be like, oh, damn Germans. (laughs) And then we'll attack the Germans first. They did. They prioritized the Germans over the Japanese when it was the Japanese who attacked them. Like, what did I do to you? I just don't like your fucking mustache, Adolf. That's what I said. Wasn't me. It was the Japanese. You you talk what I tell you to talk, motherfucker. I'm coming over there. I'm going to fuck your shit up first for some reason. (laughs) It's definitely not because there's business interests at stake. Hell no. This is because America. Then shouldn't you be attacking the persons that attacked him? Well, I'll get to him. I'll get to him, but you first. But fine. That doesn't, I don't have to explain myself to you. I'm America. Since when do I explain myself to anybody, especially you, you little fucking bitch? I'm sending, I'm sending everybody out your way. I'm going to see you in Berlin, motherfucker. Yeah, well, jokes on you. I won't be there when you get there. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still gonna take over your house, and I'm gonna steal all your shit. I'm gonna sit in your fucking chair, put my foot up on your desk, and I'm gonna fucking crank one out right on your, right on your desk. I'm gonna imagine it was me and Ava Braun in there because she needs a real man in her life. That's what I said. What are you gonna do about that? You're a very disturbing person. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm America. You know what? You don't get to be America without being a little uh, crazy sometimes. America versus Hitler. (laughs) Seriously, though, it makes no sense. Um, Money. It's always money. It's always money. It's always been money. It's always going to be money. Guess what it was this time? Money. So much money. Give me some of that internet money. I'm Canada. I want that money. Oh, we'll get you that money, Canada. All you gotta do is say that the Russians are bad, see? And you'll get some of that money. 
Send your troops to Afghanistan, see? Get some of that money you want. Some of those money contracts you want. What does Canada have to do with Afghanistan? It just fucking does. We're allies, aren't we? Okay. You wouldn't leave America, would you? No. Nope. Well, you better get your fucking ass to Afghanistan. Okay. Okay, we'll go. We'll do it. Nobody ask any questions anywhere. It'd be totally irresponsible. It'd be totally irresponsible to investigate the biggest crime in, in the history. Someone's blowing up buildings in New York and all. And we're like, well, we'll just take them at their word. Well, what are we doing in response? Oh, we're going to go kill millions of people. We're going to launch a global war. We're going to bomb like 17 countries. Uh, we're going to be killing people for the next 20 years. Um, a lot of your guys are going to die too, but you know what? It's worth it because, you know, we got to kill a ton of them. And uh, all over North Africa, Somalia, we're going to be in there for a while. Uh, Yemen. Uh, oh, man. Egypt, buddy. Libya. Wait, do you see what we're doing with Libya? And then Syria. Whoa! Iraq. Buddy, there's so much. Afghanistan. We're just going to clean house. We're just going to clean off all the enemies of the Israelis. And we're just going to... What did you say about the Israelis? I said we're going to clean out all the enemies, all the bad guys, and we're just going to, you know, do this for... 20 fucking years and we're just gonna yeah okay just one 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 second though i'm with you i'm just gonna I'm, I'm just saying um if you could like prove this is true because i i would like to know that i'm i'm sure i'm certain before i embark on a campaign of of you know waging wars of conquest all over the world for 20 years i just want to be sure that i'm going the right you know what i mean like can you give me directions or I'm not saying I don't trust you, but, you know, like, Vietnam and everything. You know what I mean? This is fucking sketchy, dude. What was that about? Your fucking president got shot in the face? Like, I don't, you know what? I'm just, I'm not saying I don't like you, America. I'm just saying, like, we're not sure. Like, it's like, it's like that guy on the street who's never quite been the same since the accident. You know? We like you, but, like, he's, something's wrong with him now. I don't know. No one asked any questions, and no one ever did. We just did it. Just did it. Just committed our people to it because it was what we were doing. And now we're doing this, and I've been watching this happen my entire life. Oh, the current thing. Yep, here we go again. Whatever the current thing is, we're doing it. Always. But there is a... uh, there's been a hiccup. <laughs> uh, there's been some people that refuse to go along with the current thing and have been meticulously uh, guarding their, you know, their their work and research and everything so much that uh, the internet came along and they spread it on there and oh man, wasn't that a pain in the ass? Now tons of people uh, are are aware of the shenanigans, and I don't think it's going to be able to be uh, stopped, which presents problem, doesn't it? What's going to happen? <laughs> oh, I got to scroll down. You guys are nuts. Where am I at here? Uh, CRJ says, officer. Speaking. Because you got a bad attitude. My response is a lot of screaming and then... <laughs> unreal. Fucking unreal. Unreal. Yeah. I would usually wait till they were out of earshot to be like, fucking motherfucker. 
Godzilla Unchained says, super regrettably is looking like Steve Bannon is going to need uh, a substitute to host the war room for a couple months while he rots in the DC gulag. Don't rule it out. You'll be an ideal fit. <laughs> I'll take over your war room, Steve. Yeah, they'll throw me in there next. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well, we can do that. That's something that's interesting to mention. So while that's happening, he was found in contempt of Congress, Steve Bannon. So, you know, he's going to get, uh, sounds like he's going to get something. What you're not going to hear is that was the big story on CBC. A Trump guy did a bad thing. So, well, wait, wait a minute, though. Wait, wait, a, hey, hold on now. It turns out the Department of Justice sabotaged Trump's release of the, you know, fabled Russiagate documents. So they blocked the release of hundreds of pages that were declassified by then-President Trump who wanted to expose FBI abuses against he and his inner circle surrounding the 2016 election and beyond. They tried to sabotage him. They tried to sabotage the man that became president and worked against him as he was a sitting president. What's the, de- what's the treason definition in America exactly? I mean, they're playing, they're right on the line, aren't they? That is really, really close. The agency refused to release a document citing last-minute privacy concerns. They defied a subsequent order to release the materials after redactions were made. Investigations into Trump's campaign, as we know, found that there was no collusion with the Kremlin. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton authorized the dissemination of a fabricated claim that Trump's team was communicating with a Russian bank. And now we know that that was false, and we know that Trump tried to get it out, and they wouldn't let him. The FBI uh, stonewalled. Oh, well, that's fine. So the, F- the FBI is corrupt. But I mean, you know, how much, uh, how much worse could it be? Oh, yeah. Here's some more of the testimony at uh, what's being called the January, uh, Democrats January 6th kangaroo court. Testimony from the Secret Service agent to corroborate jilted staffer Cassidy Hutchinson's claim that Trump tried to grab the wheel of his limousine to redirect it to the Capitol. So there's a right. He's trying to go back there to like handle the situation. And they wouldn't let him. He had to like try and grab the wheel, I guess. Testimony from Ray Epps. Definitely not FBI Ray Epps. That would be crazy. Who was notoriously caught on camera literally inciting Trump supporters to storm the Capitol, yet somehow walks around free while the participants rot in cells. Testimony from the FBI on how many government agents were present at the January 6th riot, and so on. And last but not least, the committee uniparty operatives will never highlight evidence that President Trump ordered the event to be safe and did not want to incite violence as political opponents contend. He actually tried to get the National Guard to be present to make sure there was no shenanigans. Instead, they... They blocked his orders, did not allow the National Guard to show up. They had a reduced police presence, (laughs) lied about what he said, and uh, basically induced a riot against his orders and then blamed him for it when he tried to stop the riot. Is is that about right? Interesting. What bad... Orange man, bad... That, how do they put up with that guy? I can't believe they put up with Orange Man. Meanwhile, you've got you've got great statesmen like this. Like the Speaker of the House, you know, Pelosi here, says to the White House, designate Russia a state sponsor of terror or else. Oh, well, we're just, we're just starting. You know, that's what you want to see out of a politician. That is what I want to see out of a politician in America. 
specifically as a as a as a third like three people down from the president of the united states what i want to see is them saber rattling with nuclear powers in an effort to draw us into a third world war isn't that every little boy's dream isn't that what we really want we we really want is a third world war we want nukes going off cities erased billions dead i mean we want to destroy the planet we want to make it so only like nine percent of the planet's habitable and everybody that lives there is sick anyway and it's just you know we we want we want it it's time we've all thought about it we all masturbate to it at night we will we need to have that situation i need to live in a scenario where i'm like i'm gonna have to eat my dog to live i i want to i need that experience you know we need to have cannibalism back again because people are so hungry. We need to have roaming bands of like raiders that, you know, steal from other groups of people. They rape all the women. They kill some of them. They take everything, leave them for dead. And then they all die. We want it. We want to have, we want Mad Max. We want to have it. Yay. Yay. This is responsible. This is diplomacy. Pay attention, kids. This is statesmanship. This is how it's done. The Politico uh, report cited two sources familiar with the call. We said the conversation appeared happened earlier this week. As Secretary of State, uh, Blinken has has the authority to designate a state sponsor of terror, and Congress could uh, also do it by passing legislation. So, whoa, what happened here? My God, it zoomed in on her ass. That's terrifying. Never do that again, computer. I'll get another one. I don't care. I don't care what it costs me. I care what it costs since the U.S. has already hit Russia with so many sanctions, the designation could have little impact. But designating a state sponsor of terrorism opens up sanctions on other countries that do business with them. Oh, my God. And, uh, and this is going to be allowed as well. Things are getting serious. This election cycle, this is it. This is for all the marbles. This election in America, this next four years, six years is going to be, this is the the Super Bowl of America, the TV show. This is the final season. Do you understand? This isn't just another season of America, the show. The next few years is like, this is the finale. This is the series finale. (laughs) Either they're going to ride off into the sunset or they're all going to die. It's over. You know, and we don't know. So tune in for the series finale of America coming up. And uh, so far, we've ramped. There's been now numerous. We can now say this with factual accuracy: numerous attempts, uh, assassination attempts on uh, right-wing um, uh, politicians, Supreme Court justices, um, uh, figureheads, and things like this. New York governor uh, uh, encouraged supporters to confront. Representative Zeldin's, quote, far-right agenda before an attempted knife attack. And dog whistled that he was supported by extremist groups. You see what I'm saying? You see what I mean? These people, they want to say that I'm guilty of, I'm inciting violence. You know, they say this in the media, I'm inciting violence. You're, you're going to drive people to violence. Do you see what I just read? You have driven people to violence by saying these things. By saying people are neo-Nazis. By saying people they're this, they're that. You've basically given people the moral authority or obligation to go out and do something about those people. That's why you fucking said it. You compared me and all these other people to what, you know... The vast majority of the population believes are the worst people that have ever lived. And we had to kill them all. We hung them all in the trial. We shot them. So why shouldn't they do the same to me? You said that, not me. You are inventing this. You're creating this. You're cooking it up in a pot like a fucking witch in an oven. You're just, just have it. Here we go. Let's just do it. 
And when, and when these people commit acts of terror like this one, like this knife attack on this representative, or when David Zegarak gets in a, an SUV and drives over four people in Winnipeg that were quietly, peacefully, you know, protesting and demonstrating against the government in support of the convoy in Ottawa, you sat there and you said nothing. You did nothing. You looked the other way. You looked in any other direction. You barely even covered it. You barely reported it. Nobody cares. Instead, you want to focus on something that didn't happen. You want to focus on the insurrection that never was. The attempted attack on Canada that that didn't be. You want to pretend this rather than face the fucking reality that your toxic, destructive, inhuman ideology is driving violence and misery and mayhem all over the world, here in particular, but all over the world. It is driving people to try and knife people on stage. It's putting people behind the wheel of cars and thinking they have the moral authority and imperative and that you, they got to do it to run over a bunch of their own Canadian citizens. And why? Because you said they were Nazis and I'm the one that's the problem you're the problem the media you're the problem all of your little sycophants and your cheerleaders you've created and invented you've cultivated this environment and you have the audacity you have the gall you have the absolute stones to call me I'm the one uh, these people are gonna be violent you know why you feel that way because they would be justified everyone on this side would be justified to feel that way about you if they had half the fucking inkling of the idea of what you've done and what you're getting away with you know why No, nobody even knows who these fucking people are. Do you know who knows who David Zagarak is? No one. You know why? Because you never told them. Nobody even knows that fucking happened. And what does that say about you? How much do you care about the people of Winnipeg or the families of those people that were run down in a fucking terrorist attack that you pretend didn't happen? You think they feel supported? You think they feel like people got to, Canada's got my back, don't worry. They don't give a fuck about you, clearly, obviously. And you know what? Where do you think they went? Do you think they went out and joined their local Antifa fucking rep? Do you think they went to their local fucking climate change, woke LGBT alphabet fucking vote for the liberals club? Do you think they did? Do you think they bought a membership? Do you think they bought a party membership? Do you think they're coming to the next election? Do you think they're going to, I'm just so much for the current thing. Or do you think they went so far? so hard so fast in the other fucking direction that now they're a captain of their own team of right-wing unacceptable literally hitler nazi bigots which one do you think which scenario do you think is is more likely i know which one i'm going to go on there's you have nothing left absolutely nothing and I love to watch it it's amazing it's been so worth it to sit through all of the bullshit and the garbage and the filth you've tried to throw at people and say things and turn people against each other and to see it all falling apart just little by little piece by piece but the trend is clear the tide is going out and to watch you sit there in your little bones and your little person with your little soul and panic over it is delicious I can smell the fear on these people and the denial of the world that they're in. They can't, they're just in complete denial and it's fucking delicious. I love to watch it. I taste it. The milkshakes have never been sweeter in my life as they are right now. Just watching the wash of horror and, and fear wash over their face as they see that the, the way the world's changing and it wasn't going the way that they thought. Why won't some these people? Yeah, it's, we're not going away, are we? Why? Why are they getting more? What's going on here? You're fucking losing, and you're gonna lose so bad. We are at five percent power. <laughs> wrap your wrap your fucking heads around that one. 
clown clown verse. This is nothing. This at at the the carnival stage, which is where we are. Being in in it's a there's a neo Nazi tent over there. There's a fucking. I mean, there's just different crazy you know theory you know the magna carta technically has a loophole and if we oh my god you get away from that guy and then this guy's like i i reject your system man and i'm like fucking i'm i don't believe in your i don't consent man so you have no fucking power over me so none of this is even legal man and you're like oh my god and then you go over to this tent and they're like we gotta fucking kill everybody get your guns man we gotta fucking kill them all you're like holy fuck okay Everybody's clearly upset, but this is all over the fucking place. And even this chaotic, insanely impossible to control nightmare of a situation of 800 little tiny fractured groups of crazy people all trying to haphazardly work together. You can't handle that in its infancy. It's only going to upgrade and flesh out and smooth over and, you know, it was just born. And you tried to kill it, and it just got stronger. And then you tried to kill it again, and it got stronger again. And now you're like, well, I'm going to try to kill it a third time. What do you think? I wonder what's going to happen when you try and kill it the third time. Maybe it gets so much bigger and stronger that it fucking kills you. Maybe it eats you. Maybe it eats you fucking feet first. Face first, then feet first. Maybe that's what it does. Maybe you should stop trying to kill something that wasn't fucking with you at all in the first place. Maybe that. Just some life advice. Maybe you shouldn't go around and just try and kill and fuck with things that weren't bothering you at all. It was just mind in its existence. And you tried to take its head off and it was confused at first, then angry, then really pissed, and now you're being eaten by an alligator. <laughs> you know? Maybe that. That was a lot of yelling. I need to take a break. <sighs> That was like 15 fucking straight minutes. Jesus. <laughs> I got to get back on the meth. <laughs> N.W. Pickley says, The journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Miyamamoto Musashi. Miyamamoto Musashi. I can't do Japanese. I, that's why I can't. It's too hard. And that's in English. I can't even say them in English. Never mind. Anyway, Mac Megs uh, says, just arrived, fought the house and won. Cheers. Feed the queen well. We try. We try. She's insatiable. (laughs) Sergeant Rock says, I believe Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson over anyone from any health authority in Canada or any other country on this planet. There's less in it for them to lie. You know? It just doesn't make sense to obviously just blindly trust people that have every incentive and reason to lie. Why would they lie? There's an endless amount of reasons for them to lie. Woman, person, whoever you are. Let's see. Deciding where I want to go here next. Like, and this is more of what I'm talking about. How are they going to do this? Poll finds 57% of vaccinated Canadians won't take booster shot. The vast, the, the, the majority. A strong majority of people are like, nope, not doing it. Some of them will. But this is like a, this is like a filtering process. Every time you, you filter, you're going to get less. Every time you run it through, it can only, it can only get so... Pe- they're they're going to lose people each time, and we're going to get more each time. 
until eventually there's only the super obedient, you know, and, and the rest of us. And we have a strong majority already. Already. And, and, it's, the, and it's the portions of society that uh, we need. We absolutely need, like, critically, like, you know, farmers, truck drivers, you know, people that are, you know, making all the things go. Like, they're the ones most affected by that. They see it more than anything. And uh, they see their family members being harmed. And they see, like, and you heard Laura. Turns out lots of the doctors were just making their own. Just making fake ones. For themselves and for their families, but not for you. No, no, they made sure you did it. You can trust them. They're doctors. Why? Are they not human? Are they robot doctors? Are they aliens? No, they're people doctors. Then I can't trust them. You should never just blindly trust someone because of, the, because of what's written on the door outside of where they work. That is fucking retarded. That is the most retarded thing anyone has ever thought or said in history. You can trust this person you've never met because this is what they do for money. Oh, 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 shit, Phil. I didn't know. Did you know that? Are you aware of this? That's crazy. I had no idea. I had no idea. You can trust them. They're a janitor. Like, what difference does it make? How is someone's trustworthiness correlated to how much money they make? In fact, from where I'm sitting, some of the people that make the most money are the biggest pieces of shit that have ever lived. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. That's retarded. That's absolutely insane. Where does honesty come into play with being a doctor exactly? Oh, you're not supposed to lie to your patients. You're a person, though, aren't you? You're a person, and your character, if, if it's going to be tested, will rely on what kind of person you are in here, what kind of soul you have, what kind of character you have, what you believe in, what you don't believe in, you know, how ready are you? Your job has nothing to do with that. You, you, can, you can build this and attain this in here any, any number of ways. Your, your chosen career path, the cosmetics you've chosen to, how to, to get to being a, you know, a person like that is, is really irrelevant. You either are or you aren't. You're a trustworthy, good person with a good head on their shoulders that's, that's willing to sacrifice for others and do the right thing and tell the truth and so on, which is rare, by the way. That's not most of us. That's, few, that's not that many people. They're just, you just assume they're like that because, oh, well, he's got a white coat on. He's got a white, he's got a coat, he's got a calculator in his pocket and glasses. He's a doctor, he's so smart. Yeah, Mengele was a doctor. You know, he stitched kids together. (laughs) What are you talking about? You want to talk about doctors? Here's another thing we can talk about for a minute. I thought this was an interesting, um... I don't know where this came from. Just a random guy, Michael Knowles. He dug up an old Tom Cruise interview. And uh, I thought it was fascinating. Check it out. Here we are today where I talk out against drugs and psychiatric abuses of electric shocking people, Mm -hmm. okay, against their will, of drugging children with them not knowing the effects of these drugs. Do you know what Adderall is? Do you know Ritalin? Do you know now that Ritalin is a street drug? Do you understand that? 
the difference is this no, was no, not Matt, against Madam your ask, will, though. Madam, but this wasn't Madam against your question. Will. Madam, asking your question. I understand Do, there's no. abuse of all of these things. No, you see, here's the problem. You don't know the history of psychiatry. I do. All it does is mask the problem, Matt. And if you understand the history of it, it masks the problem. That's what it does. That's all it does. You're not getting to the reason why. There is no such thing as a chemical imbalance. I'm saying that drugs aren't the answer, that these, these drugs are very dangerous. They're mind-altering, antipsychotic drugs. And there are ways of doing it without that so that we don't end up in a brave new world. Yes, there are abuses. And yes, maybe they've gone too far in certain areas. Maybe there are too many kids on Ritalin. Maybe electric too shock... Too many is... kids on Ritalin. Matt. I'm just saying. But, <laughs> but aren't there Matt. examples where it Matt. works? Matt, Matt, you, you don't even... You're glib. You don't even know what Ritalin is. If you start talking about chemical imbalance, you have to evaluate and read the research papers on how they came up with these theories, Matt. Okay? That's what I've done. And you go and you say, where's the, where's the medical test? Where's the blood test that says how much Ritalin you're supposed to get? You're, you're, it's very impressive to listen to you because clearly you've done the homework and, and you know the subject. And you should. And, 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 and you should do that also because just knowing people who are on Ritalin isn't enough. You should be a little bit more responsible in knowing I'm really... I'm not prescribing Ritalin, Tom, and I'm not well, asking anyone else to do well, it. Well, you are. You're saying... saying no, I know some people who seem to have been helped by I, it. But you're saying... But it's like, this is a very important issue. I, this I is couldn't a very, agree more. And you know what? And you're, you're here on the Today Show. Right. And to talk about it in a way of saying, well, isn't it okay and being reasonable about it when you don't know, and I do. I think that you should be a little bit more responsible in knowing what it is because you, you communicate to people. <clears throat> Tom Cruise is smart and he looks. <laughs> a couple of interesting things he said in there. That's actually true. There is no definitive proof that a chemical imbalance exists, actually. Reading this early. This is uh, brand new from July uh, 21st. Study says depression not caused by chemical imbalance raises questions about antidepressants. Now I find the whole I found the whole thing interesting because this was around the time period where we started to surrender our authority over ourselves to the medical industry. That was obviously an old interview. I, I couldn't say what day. It looks like early 2000s, maybe. But I, I've mentioned this before, and th th there didn't. There used to be a time when that was not normal. People being on drugs was a big deal, like being on antipsychotics or antidepressants. That was like, that was extreme. That was an extreme thing back in the day, back in the '90s, late '90s, early 2000s, even. But then something happened, and um, now it's very popular. Very mainstream, very accepted. Why? What The drugs are the same. They do the same things. They don't know what the long-term effects of these drugs are. That's a fact. They have no idea. So what happened? Well, they had really good PR people, for starters. All the advertisements. All the celebrity endorsements. Didn't happen overnight, but they got there and they made a fuckload of money, didn't they? They made a ton of money. There's, there's evidence that, uh, you know, these, these things, you just need more of them. The more of these you take, the more you need because your brain adjusts to the, uh, 
the artificialness of it. There's studies suggesting that actually it actually lowers your serotonin levels over time. You're going to be more depressed, so you need more of the drugs. And he's right. Does this, does this address the root cause of the problem? And this is just, you know, my personal story. But back in the years and years ago, when I was still in the military, I was on all kinds of these fucking things. Because I felt like shit. And no one was ever like, what is the reason, do you think? That was never the problem. The problem was like, just take drugs and feel better. And you have 12 prescriptions. So I'm like, am I a fucking cancer patient? I'm like a 26-year-old. Uh, I'm in, what, what, what is going on right now? Since then, you know, I, I, don't, uh, I don't take anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. I'm better than fine. What the problem was is that I was, you know, why? You know, why do you feel like God? Because you're, you're living in something that's, uh, and this is just me. There's obviously, there's probably people that are just damaged and they're just, what can you do, right? But oftentimes people turn to these drugs, they turn to these pharmaceutical companies that are, that are someone that's going to, you know, give them a magic potion and not understanding that they feel shitty because there's something wrong. You're, and in my case, I was living in, in, an, in an environment that was uh, in, in competition with what I believed, with who, who I believed that I, I should be and what I should do and, you know. And you tell yourself, you know, it's the army, you love it, you've always loved it, you gotta, you know, and I'm trying to lie to myself. I'm literally living a lie for several years. Because I know about all that. I know about the, the, the banking and the, and the horse shit and the killing and the fucking all. I'm like, this is all a big, it's all a big industry. Because I, when I, I got in, I thought this was about ideals. I thought this was about Western civilization. I thought this was about, you know, that kind of stuff. I didn't think this was a giant business venture for rich people, but that is what it is. So as you can imagine, my enthusiasm for that kind of job just kind of fizzled out at that point once I made that realization. And it's really hard to uh, pretend to be something you're not. So I was miserable. Until I got the fuck out of there and found doing I found a way to be myself and live the way that I think, you know, makes sense to me and, and say, and now I'm fine. I'm great. So maybe people are depressed because they live like shit. We're not supposed to live in office buildings all day, every day. We're not supposed to sit there and watch a black screen box tell us what to do and listen to the giant head in the sky tell us what to be afraid of we're not supposed to do this man none of this is normal and we and we went from that level i mean it just creeped in and they used the military really to get in there with these drugs and these prescriptions and these doctors would and i've had multiple doctors confirm this to me now i've some of the, i've i'm friends with doctors now like legitimate one guy was a base surgeon okay and they're like, they would take us out to these meetings and, you know, they'd take us golfing and they'd take us these dinners and pay for all this shit. And they're like, hey, you should really prescribe my drugs. There's money in it for you. That's what they do. It's a giant drug dealing business. And you think these guys are not motivated by money? They're selling drugs. So are the guys in your street selling cocaine and selling everything else. If they find a way to make more money, they're going to do it. But that guy's covered in face tattoos you know, and this guy's wearing a lab coat, so it's okay from him. You're, the shit you're putting in your body is just as harmful. But hey, you know, at least the guy that gave it to you had a 
piece of paper on the wall, right? That makes it all the difference. Makes all makes a big difference. Now we're at the point where um, they're just mandating that we all must take their products all the time. They're making $10 billion every few months. They've never been richer than ever before. We somehow went from, oh my God, do I have that? Oh my God, I think I lost it. Actually, I think I posted on Telegram. I'll get that in a minute. We went from, uh, you know, distrusting this industry, knowing it was bad. We always knew it was bad. It was like Big Pharma was like, uh, you know, the Death Star. There was never a confusion about it. There was never like, oh man, is Big Pharma bad? Or Yes, always. I can't find this now. It was this little back and forth these guys did. Shit. About this. Getting close to the end of the time, so maybe it doesn't matter. I can't find it. The point is, we went from not trusting these people to trusting them with our lives over basically nothing, and they're getting richer than ever, and no one's allowed, no one's even allowed to ask questions. That's another big red flag, guys. What what is really the crime? That we're asking, like, hey, hold on a second. I have some issues. And their response is, fuck you, do it. Or I'm going to take your job, freeze your bank account, end your career, terminate your education. I'll turn your family against you. I'll make you a pariah. We'll write about you in the news. We'll fucking do whatever it takes. We'll ruin your fucking life. Oh, okay. I'm convinced. You've convinced me. Oh, and by the way, is that a fake vaccine passport you've given yourself and your family? Nice. Nicely done. Nicely done. I feel better already. And, and all of it, and now we're, you know, treating our... There's another one. How many more of these are going to be? Of these seniors being treated like garbage at airports? She's got to quarantine 14 days. Doesn't matter. She's got four vaccines. Well, then what was the point? But unvaccinated. Isn't that just for unvaccinated? Well, it comes down to this is what I have to do as a screening officer. I don't have the ability to make... Is that what the TV told you, lady? Oh, did the TV tell you that? Damn. Sorry, sir, may I... I don't mean to interject, but you're saying that you're acting as a screening officer. So are you employed by the, uh, by the Public Health Agency of Canada? Uh, no, I'm employed by the Canada Border Service Agency. CBSA Border Service Officers are also classified as screening officers under the Quarantine Act. Okay, so why is CBSA being forced to do PHAC's dirty work? That's a question about my pay grade, sir. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just here to torture an old lady. That this is still being done to people. So what if I don't do this? Because I have been two and a half years and... Mm-hmm. Well, isolated for two years. I'm not going to isolate again. Okay. So I can certainly appreciate the frustration over the pandemic. Uh, once again, that's a public health issue, not a CBSA issue. So we- right, it's the pandemic's fault. <sighs> Cope. You fucking coward. Is that, what you, is that what you tell yourself? That's what you tell yourself, isn't it? It's a pandemic. Oh, yeah, we were all frustrated about the pandemic. It was you. It was the government for whom you work for. 
that in, that implemented these policies and you were the one there at the gate saying, nope, you over there in that line, you did that. That was you. That wasn't the pandemic. It wasn't an abstract concept. It was you. All they did was tell you to do it, but you did it. You did it. You did the thing. You thought it was okay because someone that you you know gave your moral authority to told you to do it. You gave away your manhood. You gave away your sovereignty over your own mind and body to make your own decisions. And when confronted with something that's obviously fucked up and wrong, you just did it anyway because you thought, oh, well, the, the man that's better than me told me to, so it's okay. You fucking coward. You small, pathetic, worm insect of a person. I'd feel bad for you if you weren't so small that I would step on you and not notice. You had to do it. And I thought about this today. I know myself. I know what I'm like. I'd already had issues with the way things were going. I often feel bad that I, that I did leave the military for the sole re- that I feel like I left some of these guys behind. And that if I had stayed, I could have convinced some of them to get, the, to get, get out of the way of the bus. I, for sure... Would have been one of those guys doing the in uniform, like, nope, this shit's fucking bananas. I would have made a video. I would have did. It. I'm that's who I am anyway. So it was there was no way. It's like fate. There's no way I could have avoided being who I am right now. It was gonna happen one way or another. There's just no way I I could have. I can't, man. I just this is fucked up. No hope. And, and, and to hell with you for putting me in this situation to have to, to deal with stuff like this. Oh, we didn't force you. Yeah, you, you, yeah kind of, though. You have a choice anyway. Yeah, I, I would choose to leave. Fuck you. Nope, I'm not doing this. You guys can stay if you want, but you can come with me if you want, but I'm getting the fuck out of here. You guys have lost your minds. You're all insane. You've all lost your minds. You're a disgrace. Especially you, Wayne. Is, that what you, is this what you wanted to be when you joined the army? This is what you envisioned? Presiding over its death and its destruction? Is that what you thought? You'd be the guy to say, you know, all these, all these guys that have given their minds, body, and souls to this cause, to this institution, you'd say, you have to leave. I'm going to kick you out now because you don't want to take this experimental needle. All of the things you've done, all the, all the, the years you've given, the divorces, the bullet wounds... The fu- none of it matters. All of it means nothing. And you mean nothing. Because the giant head in the sky and the TV box said we have to take the needle now. So, so do you or fuck you. I don't care that we've, you know, shared the same holes in the ground or fought the same people. None of that means anything anymore. Because giant head in the TV. Right? The giant head of Circulon has spoken, Mike. But at least there are more victims than the ones that are out there on the streets enforcing this on people and pushing it on people. Like that fucking, these doofuses and these buffoons at these airports and these cops harassing people over this shit. You guys are fucking disgusting. Disgusting. 
that you didn't recognize this for what it is. You didn't, you don't, like, I, I can't make any more clear to you. You don't even see things, lens, you don't even see reality through the same lens as other people. We might as all be, have blue skin to you. Like, that's how fucking gone you are. But lucky for you, lucky for you, enough people um, took the punches and the beatings for you. You know, the, you know, the original crew, the OG people that were up there, you know, getting their lives destroyed and fucked over and arrested and, and lambasted in the media and heaven, all, all of that. Because what's going to happen next is now that, that foundation has been laid and that ground, that first wave that had to take all the punishment and the bodies to breach the beach, well, it's been breached. And there's going to be a second wave and a third wave and, a, and you're going the fuck down. So all those people in the middle that, that felt compelled, it, it's only going to become easier for them to side with us, not harder. The hard part, you, you went through it. What are you going to do again? You're going to do another lockdown? You're going to do more mandates? You're going to do more boot? You did it all. You've already divided it up so much. You, you tried to smash everything and it didn't work. Now it's slowly repairing itself. You could try and try and try and you're just going to make, you're only going to make the process faster. Trample more people with horses. Turn off more bank accounts. Arrest more people. Shut down more things. Censor more stuff. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go right the fuck ahead. Cover up more crimes. Burn more documents. Redact more pages. The color black. The color black. Refuse to answer questions. How's that Porta Peak inquiry going, by the way, fellas? Joke. Travesty. Joke. You've set in motion a chain reaction of people getting fed up. They, it can't be stopped. What are you going to tell me? You got a bag of tricks. You're going to you're going to reach your hand in there and pull out. Hey, look, look, everybody. Everyone's rich now. And all of a sudden our, our health care is repaired. And all of a sudden everything's amazing again. And all of the, the deadly fatal wounds I've inflicted upon all of our societies and our families and our cultures against each other. I, I, it's all fixed. It's good. It's basically it's the it's the fucking 80s again. The last 20 years of woke has just, I just, oh, yay. Even if you fucking could do that, you still did all the other stuff, didn't you? All you would be doing is is balancing the scales. But, But who unbalanced them in the first place? You. Why are we in this situation? Why did people have to choose between their their families, their loved ones? Why did people have to be locked up in facilities? Why did people have to die alone in long-term care facilities, die, you know, in surgery rooms, not being able to visit by their children? Why why are families being kept apart on different continents? Why are some children in Australia and their parents in Canada? Why did any of it have to happen? Why did all of these educations need to be wiped out and destroyed? Why do we have to lose and spend so much money that we don't have enough of on absolute fucking nonsense? This Arrive Can app and all your stupid masks and your hands in 
sanitizer and all this. How many billions of dollars was that? How many billions of dollars have we lost and lost hours of labor and work that we're never going to get back? And never mind the disastrous consequences of leaving children locked in their homes, not, not developing properly for two fucking years. You've done double digit IQ damage to some of these kids. They're, comp they're, they're You know what I mean? How is there coming back from that? You did all of that. And even at the, the absolute best height, somehow magic powers. You can just undo it all. You just undo it all. Thank you. But you still fucking did it. You're still guilty. And you still have to be held accountable. There's no, that's, that's it. You, there's nowhere to go. You better figure out these spaceships and get the fuck off this planet as fast as possible because there is nowhere you can go. I don't care how, do, oh, did you dig, did you got a bunker? You got a bunker in New Zealand and Antarctica? Cool. Die in a hole in the ground then. Live down there under the ground like the fucking reptile cockroach that you are and hide down there forever. Good. Good. You got air vents? Yeah, I expect those to be filled with concrete. I hope you I enjoy enjoy living under the ground. <laughs> There's not it's too late, man. Too many people know too much and too many you you you've scammed too many people. You've hurt too many people. You've screwed over too many people. Too many people from too many places of society, not even just the poor anymore. See, this is where you fucked up. This is where you fucked up. You didn't just go after the poor people this time. You got it. You had to get everybody. You had to get Bieber, right? You had to get uh, football players and hockey players, and you had to get like oh, middle class, rich, normie people, people with money, people with influence and connections, and so on. You had to get all them too. Well, now you've created more of me in the ranks of much more powerful people than me. Good job. Great. Excellent. I'm sure they'll all just forget about it. It'll all just go away for some reason. You short-sighted, pig-headed, dumpster fuck of a brain of a person. How? 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 This has got to be the biggest case in the history of the world of your eyes are bigger than your stomach. Isn't it? It's got to be close. Um, Andy Will Pickley says, Unit 731 was a Jap uh, part of the Japanese military uh, that conducted human experimentation. They were all doctors. Well, they make money, so they must be, they, they're trustworthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a scary story. Unit 731 is really insane and terrifying. The Blue Taco says, I saw a show today. And the point is, why is he picking on doctors? I'm not. But everyone is corruptible. Any Anyone can be a piece of shit. Absolutely anyone. From like, you know, the guy that only dumps out the garbage at McDonald's all the way to, you know, the president of Deutsche Bank and, you know, up to the top. of any Anyone, anywhere, any place, anyone can be a corrupt, evil piece of shit. Always. And it can be anyone. There is no way to judge and get it. You just... The person's either a good person or they're a piece of shit. Sometimes they can be a real piece of shit and evil. Their jobs have nothing to do with it. In fact, I would argue that, you know, uh, especially intelligent, shitty people, 
people that are not just evil and bad anyway, but also really fucking smart, would would pursue careers that would allow them more money and power so that they could get more of the shit that they want and hurt more people and do... Wouldn't they? Do you think a really evil, intelligent piece of shit person is going to work at McDonald's or do you think they're going to be, you know, a politician or a lawyer or a doctor or the CEO of a fucking company or a bank or something? Or a general, maybe. What would a, what would a psychopath want for a career? Because they got to eat. They still got to eat and pay bills like everybody else. So what should they do? You think they're working in coal mines? Where do they go? The blue taco is... <laughs> I keep concerned. You can't trust anybody just because. That's fucking dumb. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard anyone say. You can trust them. They're, no, you can't. You can't trust anyone just because. You trust people based on your personal experience and interaction with that person. And if you judge them to be a person of good character, trustworthy, a friend maybe even, then that's your call. But you don't just go, that random person you've never met or heard of in your life, yeah, you just trust them with your life. Trust them with everything. If they want to put shit, drugs in your body, you just let them do it. Okay. Oh, yeah, sure. That makes that makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. I was crazy. I was crazy to not just blindly trust some asshole millionaire walking around who's going to get rich giving me whatever the fuck drugs. That's stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid for even asking. What a stupid world we're in. The Blue Taco says, I saw a show today called I Am War. It's about Canadian soldiers in Afghanistan. Really? I've never heard this. Several different stories, uh, and one of them made me think of you. Love to hear your take if you've seen it. Sorry if it was late. No, I've never heard of that. I am war. I'm going to fucking find this right now. I'm mad they didn't ask me to be in it. (laughs) I've never heard of it. Is it old? 2017. Interesting. I missed this one. Is it Ottawa veteran featured documentary? Who? Dan Matthews. Don't know him. Um, let's see if I can find a trailer before we get out of here. I wouldn't mind watching that. <laughs> More gonna come home. We'll be all upset, and mad, you know. <laughs> this is something that, like, listen, guys, you can't do it anymore. <laughs> There's a distinct phase that you go through, and I gotta read the Reaper Sun message, and then I'm, and then we'll get it. Um. So army guys, young guys especially, right? If you're brand new, you're not in the army yet, or you've just gotten in, you've only been in a couple of years or a few years maybe. You're still new. You're still brand new. You're still out of the, you still smell like plastic. You know, you've got all your original attachments and equipment, like a GI Joe, you know, I have all my original. You don't have like somebody else's helmet, a bad hip. You know, you don't hear so good out of this ear. You're on your third wife. All your kids hate you. You know, you're not, you know. You've got a DUI in your back pocket. You got another one from when you punched an MP down at a bar, you know, in Petawamba. You didn't know he was an MP. He was just a dick and you hit him and then it turned out later he was a cop. And that, you know, before all of that, <laughs> but mostly before you do, if you do like a combat deployment or something, especially you love the army movies. We love the shows. You know, the guys in the barracks are watching like in, in, in uh, basic training. They must've watched full metal jacket every night, man. It was like, Shh, boys for fuck's sakes. We get it. You know, and and Black Hawk Down, and just all of it, all the time. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Um, when you be when you get old and broken like me, uh, when you watch these movies, they they are still sort of fun, but you you have a, a very very noticeable background anxiety about the situation. 
and then you're not able to do much about it. You're kind of like, why the fuck are you doing that? Like you're second guessing everything the characters are doing. And you're like, don't fucking do that, you asshole. And then you're getting mad at them for being killed like the NCOs are in the film. Like he's like, if you just did what I fucking said, you still be fucking alive right now, you stupid fuck. And you're like, yeah, you dumb fuck. But you're kind of mad and upset about it because it reminds you of a guy you know that got killed. Like, why'd you have to fucking die like that, man? Fuck sake. And then eventually you're just off on a... So just stay away from the war movies. It's not good for you. There's no point. Don't be, definitely do not be drinking and watching war movies. That is the worst thing you can do. That's my, that's my honest advice as a veteran. Do not get drunk and watch war movies. Horrible, horrible idea. Stoned maybe, but not, uh, you know, don't be. <laughs> I'm going to watch this now. Morgan's going to get back. How was your stream? Fine, I don't know. What are you watching? Fuck off. <laughs> I'm still going to watch Stone. It's probably going to get... Oh, I didn't forget. I'm trying to wrap this up. Uh, this this was where I wanted to go. Uh, Ten years ago when I was on... Oh, didn't I have something? I am all over the place. I apologize. Oh, we got to the trailer. We're almost done. Ten years ago when I was on antidepressants, I went to a psychiatrist to get help working my shit out. And at the end, he prescribed me more pills. Threw it in the trash and never went back. I mean, I don't know, man. It just... I, I know they don't know for sure. They want to pretend like they do and they don't. And they're making us so much money to do it. You know, and everybody's different. And I, I don't like that they've taken, they've taken that out of people's hands. You know, it's, they've made it, they made you feel like if you, you, you don't get to decide anymore, right? Like, no, no, this is, this is what we're doing. You're doing this or fuck you. Well, I don't want to take, I mean, they really press you to take these drugs. They really, really do. It's pretty bad. Um, Oh God, I gotta move this now. I gotta remember how to uh so many so many steps. It's a tough game. It's even tougher to honk honk. There's a lot of honks. Oh, I'm in the wrong page. He added oh god, he added two more. I didn't know about this. Good thing I checked. Hang on. Stand by. Stand by. You're in the plane right now. You guys are going up. You're going up and you're going to a, you're going to 5,000 feet. And you're going to fucking jump. Okay? Are you ready? <laughs> no one's ready for this. No one wins this game. No one has ever won this game. You think you know, but you don't. And you never do. And then you're like, just feel like, I want to hit myself. Because that shouldn't even, I shouldn't even live in a world where that's possible. This should not be plausible. And yet it is. Yet it is. Well, I guess we live in... We're in the eye of the clown cane, guys. It's going to get worse. But uh, this is the time you should be using to, you know, reinforcing your windows, refortifying your, your sandbags around your bedroom, uh, when, you know, uh, that kind of thing. Because we know, we know it's going to come back. We know it's not going to be good. And... Uh, <laughs> and we got to be ready for it. So, to test your senses and your... Self-loathing, maybe. It says a lot about you if you get them all right, too. It just tells you how cynical you really are, also. We're going to do it again. We're going to do this for this. It's, I don't know how many times this has been. But uh, it's, it's definitely not been enough time. It's the worst game show ever because it should never happen and all of us hate ourselves. 
<laughs> Memes of mass destruction, fact or fairy tale? God, that head gets me every time. Oh, God. As always, F in the chat if you think it's a fact, and FT if it's a if it's a, just simply a fairy tale. It's a no good fairy tale. What do you think about this? How about this? Servers in Maine who opt out, who opt to wear face shields instead of masks, will be required to wear inverted ones. <laughs> I don't even. Thank God. That's a fact? That's real? No, fuck you, it's not! Oh my god. That's real? I just need a minute. Holy shit. Are you fucking serious? They're wearing dog masks like... Are you fucking with me right now? This is going to be a rough one. I wasn't ready for that. I don't think I was ready for that. That's real. That's scary. That's scary, Alex. We're getting, uh, we're getting scary out here, are we? Okay, let's go. Anyway! A zoo in Pawnee, Indiana became a source of controversy after it hosted a gay wedding for two male South African penguins. Can they be... <laughs> FFT? Oh, that last one fucked me up. Thank God. Okay, that's not real. Thank God that's a fairy tale. We can't be having... Can't be having any more of that. We're gonna do more. We're gonna do more animal sex, sexy stuff though. Blind, sec, blind, bisexual, and polyamorous goose involved in love triangle has died. Quagmire the goose has died. Apparently, a bisexual goose named Thomas has died in New Zealand at the age of forty. A bisexual goose named Thomas spent six years in a love triangle with two swans and helped raise their dozens of babies. Fact or fairy tale? I'm sorry. Are we? Are, this is what. This is real too. What? What? I. 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 There's so many things that shouldn't have happened for this to be. I'm gonna have a nervous breakdown before this is over. This is fucking insanity. What? Well, do I even want to know? My God, man. Christ almighty. Get away from this. No more of this. All right. The insufferable white supremacy of monster truck rallies. Why experts say it's time to end these gas-guzzling white trash spectacles. By Matthew Raza at Salon. Rural white American love their monster truck rallies. Events littered with Confederate flags, fossil fuel worship, and Christo-fascism. It's time for them to end. Fact or fairy tale? Yeah, people are getting shocked. People aren't doing well. That one, that one's actually fake. Thank God. Thank God, you know, he smiles upon us for once. 
Next, from the Ottawa Sun, the Ottawa Red Blacks ban horns and vuvulas from some fans after some fans claim they remind them of the Freedom Convoy. <laughs> Factor fairy tale. Tim Baines, Ottawa Sun. Horns, vuvulas, and other vuvulas. Noisemakers will no longer be permitted at Red Blacks home games after the team received dozens of letters from fans and residents in the area. Post traumatic honking disorder. Thank God it's fake. It's a fairy tale. Did he get you? I'm afraid now. I'm honestly afraid of this game now. This is not funny anymore. This is starting to get scary. Reddit bans the use of the word predator in addition to groomer. They did ban groomer earlier. Had to ban the groomer because uh, it was offensive. So now they've switched to predator from Reddit. Now they're going to ban that too. That one's actually false also. I would have believed that. That probably will happen though. That easily could. CBC News, trucks, tractors, and terror. How working class identity has been co-opted into fascist symbols. Oh my god. Oh, I'm not looking. I'm just not looking. You guys have a few seconds. I don't even want to know. That, I mean, I would believe that. Oh, that's not real. Thank god. That's a fairy tale. Thank god. They haven't gone completely clown yet, have they? Last one. Last one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is a dark game. Ontario restaurant known for its extremist views now seems to be threatening murder. Womp womp. Is it? Blog to It's got an F Trudeau flag up front and says, and it and with I think it's censored. And fuck you for voting for him. It looks like a Trump flag. This is real. The restaurant's now threatening murder, is it? Well, there you go, guys. Restaurants are murdering people now. So that's the rest. The restaurant, the Ontario restaurant known for being extreme is going to murder the prime minister. Well, I mean, I didn't have that on the bingo card. I didn't, pre- I didn't predict that. I didn't predict. How did anyone win that? There were some serious mind fucks right, at the, right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. I mean, that's retarded. Like, she's got an... If, if you're just listening, they had to wear uh, inverted face... Like, the, the inverted dog collar that a dog wears when it has, like, a, a surgery. That's what this woman is wearing around her neck while she's serving fajitas. She is serving fajitas. You understand, man? She's not the time to serve fajitas. And um, this is what they made her wear. This is real life. <laughs> I, I hope he's lying. This has to be a lie. But then that calls the game and integrity into question. Unless it's... I don't know. I don't think he would lie. That's terrifying. This, I, now we, we really now can't tell the difference. We don't know what's real anymore. There's, there's no way to know. What is real is this, uh, this war for sure, though. I do want to check this out. And then, uh, and then we'll get out of here. Where's the trailer? I thought I found it. Apparently, doesn't exist. <laughs> what is this? I don't want to watch the Ottawa Citizens version. There's got to be a movie trailer, right? No. Apparently, it doesn't. It's on Prime? Oh, no. I'll have to download it then. It exists. It's out there. Why can't I... Uh, why is there no... Well, I'm glad I know about it now. 
I would have liked to watch the trailer, but I guess it doesn't exist. It's just a photo of someone in what looks like quite typical, uh, you know, mid-2000s Canadian desert pattern equipment. Interesting. On the History Channel. Why is there not a fucking trailer for it? That's all I want. That's all I wanted. God, Canada's everything's such so half-assed. We don't even fucking. Do you know that's what makes people want to watch your movie or not? Does don't you know that, right? Oh, well, I was hoping that was going to lead me off to something, but no, fine, no, no, no. Seem to. Yeah, we can't find it. It 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 should exist. Whatever. There's this Ottawa citizen thing. Well, I guess I'll fucking watch that then. Hopefully, there's no honking in it. It'll get real scared and everything. So my experience in Afghanistan uh, was a bit of an eye opener. Um, I ha had previously already done two tours of duty in Bosnia, and kind of went into Afghanistan with a little bit of the same kind of mindset. But once we got on the ground, uh, eyes got opened up very, very quickly as it was now an active war zone and uh, pretty much almost coming home in a box uh, on, my, uh, on my last patrol in Afghanistan really uh, opened my eyes. Uh, being a veteran of a modern war, um, it's a little hard. Uh, not too many people really understand what it is to be a veteran of a modern war. Not much, not very many people of the uh, of the current populace of Canada really understand that. Those are Americans. To being a veteran. Oh come on, Ottawa citizen. World War or the Second World War or Korea. Uh, it's very hard because they see someone who's my age, and it doesn't sink in that I am a veteran. Uh, Remembrance Day means to me is a lot of hurt. A lot of hurt, uh, a lot of survival, and a lot of love that I got from my family. Um, the hurt is, is that I lost friends. Uh, I lost uh, Sergeant Short uh, and Corporal Rob Bairdenfinger on, on the patrol I was on in, going into the Jaws Valley in 2003. Um, survival in the sense that not only did I survive the IED attack that I was involved in, but I have been able to stay alive while battling PTSD for 15 years. And the love that I get from my family every day to keep me going is, is crucial. And there's really not enough said about the families behind the scene uh, when it comes to things like this. My family is my everything. and. I keep going because of them. So being a part of I Am War uh, <laughs> was a bit of a roller coaster for me. Um, it took me back to a lot of places that I hadn't really thought about for a long time. Uh, and some emotions I really hadn't had come back, had come up, or some emotions I had really hadn't dealt with for a while, I should say, uh, for a long time. Um, but in the end, uh, it's a story that I am one of a select few that have, and it needs to be told. But my story is not the only one that needs to be told. The story of families need to be told. There's two sides to this war that no one really seems to understand. The war that I'm in when I'm there, then the war that I'm in at home 
and also the battle of the, that my family's in when I come home. There needs to be more understanding of what goes, what goes on when people come home. If you see someone with, with medals on, so the one act you can do, I would say on Remembrance Day, is you see someone with medals, be them young, be them old, you don't have to say anything to them. You don't have to go forward and you know, ask them about them unless you really want to. All they really need is someone to say thank you for what you've done. And that, that thank you will go a long way. I've never heard of that, and I will check that out. Thanks, man. Morgan's going to walk in on a mess when she gets home. <laughs> oh, no, there she is. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, shut it down. Everybody, everybody get the fuck out. Everybody get out of here. Party's over. Uh, Senor Bean, he says, I was glad I made it in time for Factor Fairytale at first. Then I went one for seven, and now I'm starting to wonder if I can process reality. Thanks. Don't worry. A lot of people feel that way. Philip feels that way on a daily basis. That's a lie. He, he doesn't. He, he's, you know... He's Phil, but uh, lots of other people understand how you feel. <laughs> Morgan, no, shut it down. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, what do you say about that? It's been a while since I watched any of those, you know, Doc and Ray's and these, these kinds of things, but I'll check it out. I'll check, I'll check it out. Um, Got lost in the thought there, sorry. <laughs> I will, I guess, kind of go with this. Because we're going way over time. I'm over. Oh, we're, right, we're right around 3.30. I should have I got out of here 20 minutes ago. Sorry, it's what happens. I was right on the button. I lost my train of thought. It's crazy. It's weird. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm just filling space now. But the total, the selfishness, man. I mean, this is the age of narcissism, isn't it? It's really gotten, it's so out of control. They've gotten so bad. And, and this, the talking head, the machine, the box in the sky is so good at telling people what to do and what to believe and how to feel and everything. They will reject someone like James Top, who has done nothing to them. He simply represents something they don't like. He's just another person saying something they don't want to hear. So they got to destroy him. And it doesn't matter what he's done. They, if they can do that to him, who else can they? They can do it to anyone. Can you imagine? I mean, can you really imagine? The guy's got how many tours and deployments and, and time overseas, you know? And after everything he's done, all the, the personal sacrifice, the beatings and the reputation destruction and the, the physical torment that he's put himself through, and, he, and they won't even give him the time of day. Despite all he's done. It doesn't matter. Because he's the wrong thing. He doesn't support the current thing. That's how powerful that is. That's how far gone these people are. That's how, that's how far they've come. Fortunately though. That amount of people is a, is a small minority. And the funny thing is. Is that. 
you know, it's always been an illusion. There's been an illusion that their side was the was the one with all the numbers and all the power, really. That was always false. That was always made up. It was it was pretend. It was at the behest of uh, you know, the illusion produced by mass media, by television, by the state, by oh, everybody thinks this way. Everybody it turns out uh, more people are going to, when the dust settles, are going to be on this side than yours. Then what happens? Do you have people like that? Self-sacrificing, going the distance? Like, you know, where are all your, where are all your, uh, your heroes exactly? Rich people? Your heroes. <laughs> Perfect. Here we are. Here's a here's just some. I'll just leave you with this to chew on for a little while. Your heroes, you know, the other the other these people, their heroes, the people they they, you know, raise up and you know champion is like you know this is this is who we got. Are they're getting tattoos of people like Anthony Fauci? They think these top dog these people getting paid through the nose, more money than ever before. They're they're heroes. That presided over this disaster. The people that presided over this utter disaster and profited from it to a grotesque degree. They're heroes. People doing what they're told are heroes. And on the other side, you have people that have thrown their careers away, personal relationships, marriages, their bank accounts, their, their, you know, they're in jail. Their lives are destroyed. And they're still going because they, this is what they believe in. Some of them are in jail now. That, that is, I don't care what side you're on. That, those, are, those are tough people. They're getting the shit beat out of them, and they're still plugging away. That's scary if you're on the other side. How do you stop somebody like that? They get stopped if it rains. If it looks cold outside, they don't go. And they're, they're up against people like this who will burn down their entire lives to do the right thing. And they, th- and they think this is going to be a competition of some kind. You know, they don't got the smoke, man. Nope. Jason and Jaded Mandarin on Rumble. Thank you very much. And there was one other one. Uh, Cow Punch and Dirtbag. Thanks for the support, guys. You're keeping my lights on. I appreciate it. Senor Bean, the Saruman Trolls, the Reaper Sun, Blue Taco, NWO Pickley. Sergeant Rock, Mac Megs, NWO Pickley, Godzilla Unchained, CRJ, Reels G's, Filthy Weasel, Moe, Sislak, True FX, Full Draw Scubs, Short and Long, Fisher of Men, Cinnamon Burger, Lord. Thanks so much, guys. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll see you back here on Monday, probably. Unless, again, I'm dead or something. Stupid and gay like that. You never know. Always, you know, appreciate the time you have. I've appreciated this time with you, and I hope you've appreciated it as well. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the uh, continued support. 
and uh, and everything. It uh, means the world to to all of us, to both of us, to, to Morgan and I, and all the rest of the community. You guys are fucking kick ass. Thank you so much. Two hundred and sixty. It's not bad. The bank. See you next time. Ragingdistant.com. All of the social media links and stuff are there. Eight p.m. ish. Eight thirty ish. Eastern Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Here, entropystream.live slash ragingdistant. And the uh, Telegram link is down there also. T.me, Raging Distant, and I, I. I, I, Captain! <laughs> hope you had a good night. I hope I killed some time for you and uh, you had a, a, a desirable outcome. I, I don't know. I'm just stalling for time now, but I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave now. It's going to get weird. I'm going to leave before it gets weird. It's, you know, when you're, like, yelling real loud, you say something you're not supposed to, and then, like, oh, fuck, like that. The music gets quiet, and it's really embarrassing, and she's looking at you like, what the fuck did you say? And you're like, I don't remember. I'm, I don't know. I'm, don't listen to me. You're pretty. <laughs> oh, fuck. I fucked this up, didn't I? Yes, you did. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Six separate Tyrannus. Death to Stalin. Kill him real good. No, Phil, I, well, let's see. So Phil's telling me he's got a plan to rebuild the military with a recruitment strategy. Uh, he's calling it a recruitment strategy, like R-E-E, like re. So that's weird. It's a recruitment strategy. And he's going to recruit, like re-recruit guys that already quit. And his sales pitches for the first six months you can relive the glory days of the shacks. Don't press play on this, Phil. I don't want to. Oh, my. No. No, Phil. We need less of the shacks, not more. They can No, Phil. They cannot have free cocaine. I don't care what it was like in 2006. This isn't 2006, Phil. There's not. No, there's not free cocaine, Phil. 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 Phil.